talking right about now <laughs> all right guys what's up what's up it's that's dope podcast and we're finally back now you're probably wondering where's god's will come out about to introduce him like i usually do um he's in la living his best life uh right now what we're doing is we're kind of dividing the podcast i'm just gonna go over this real quick uh, we're dividing the podcast up a little bit because he's in la i live in dallas so we're kind of just stationed in different areas he runs the la podcast or the dallas podcast which means Yes, we're not going to be together, you know, doing a duet the whole time, but we will get more content to you guys because now, you know, two hosts, we've solved the problem. There we go. So yeah, we're good. Also, let me introduce Sam real quick before I go into my main guest. We got Sam. Hello. Yeah. Sam. I've been on the podcast before, maybe once or twice, and uh, yeah, I'll be your co-host for today, standing in for our illustrious God's will, but you know. Yeah, he's he's pretty dope. He's actually doing all our PC work. He's a... He's going to be with us for a long time, and he's also going to be pitching his great intakes on everything. He's got really good opinions, and that's why he's here. Nice. Now, the other guy we got, check this out. So, we got Comic Drake or Trailer Drake. Which one do you go by? I go by either one. Okay. Like, I am whatever Drake you need me to be in the moment. Just Fire Drake. Drake. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, well, I'm not that <laughs> Drake. I'm, I'm a little too white for that. Okay. I'm, look, listen, I did start from the bottom, and I'm here right now, but... Uh, oh, he's here. He's here. It's about all I got. The worst Drake. <laughs> the worst guy. Well, at least I'm not talking to 17-year-old girls. I was going to say that, but like... <laughs> I'll say it for you. I got. I have the, the main guest rights. <laughs> yeah, so Drake has been a friend of us for a while. Dude, okay. How have you been, man? Because... Uh, re- okay, here's how it started. I, I met you, what, two, three years ago? I think we're coming on four now. Four days? Wow. Yeah, time's so many having flies. Wow, man. <laughs> and I mean, from the time I met you, there was... There was a lot going on in your life when oh, I yeah. first met you, and I want to touch on all that. Oh, but I mean, it's never stopped. I'm always going a million miles an hour. Holy, God. yeah. I mean, but he gets the content out, and you've been pretty successful with this YouTube every thing. week. Most people aren't nearly as successful as you are with YouTube, to be honest. Well, I'm going to be really honest though. I'm really not that successful, all things considered. Uh, like, there's a lot of people that they see the numbers that I have, and like, whoa, that's great, and and yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm able to do this full time, which is fantastic. But let's be real, I'm I'm not a large YouTuber. Uh, especially in the comic scene, which is so niche, the way I describe it is that I'm I'm the largest small comic YouTuber. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Because like like once you start getting to 500,000 subs, one million subs, that's whenever you like I would consider like somebody big. Especially mm-hmm. with uh, with now on YouTube, we have uh, what I like to call subscriber inflation. Uh, like I, w- I was actually looking through some old videos from uh, like 2007, and I was watching these diss tracks. And like, oh yeah, you think you're all hot, you're hot because you got 30,000 subs. I'm like, fucking 30,000. <laughs> this, this chick was on uh, G4. You you remember this channel, Hot for Words? She was this uh, this Russian chick who uh, she dressed in scantily clad uh, outfits, and she would like explain the etymology of different words. We're okay, looking this up. we're looking this up. Yeah, and she was on uh, like she get, was featured on Attack of the Show on G4 Tech TV way back in the day. Like, yeah, with forty thousand subscribers, she's taking the world by storm <laughs> because that was a big deal back then. Right. And so now, because like YouTube is such a larger platform, we have kind of the same thing with money. You have inflation, right? Uh, for for subs, so like that forty k isn't really a thing anymore. You don't even get a plaque for that. Wow. Okay. So, do you think it's just because more people are watching YouTube or more people are subscribing? Yeah, that's that's the thing. And also, like honestly, at this point, a subscriber really doesn't matter as much. Like, I'm not saying that like I don't like my subscribers. The number doesn't count, but it doesn't have the same power that it had before. The- uh, normally, hmm. the way that that I see it is that the views are the most important thing because you can have like 
you can have a million subs, but if you're not only breaking like 2,000 views a video, you're kind of failing on that. Right. But uh, like most of my views come from people who aren't subscribed to me. About uh, 49% of all my views come from non-subscribers. Okay. So like most of my videos are, are breaking out – or my, my, my good videos are breaking out past my, my current sub count. I'm thinking I'm like 260K. Mm-hmm. But, okay, but my videos like, can like sometimes break six hundred thousand, one million, stuff like that. So like far outreaching. How do they go about paying you with YouTube? It's it's a complex. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. And like they, what was it like? It was like four hundred thousand hours of viewed content or something like that. Well, it's it's really weird because like uh, the way you get paid is it's very different for everybody because like there's different ads that are being played. Like there's mm-hmm. uh, there's different rates depending on, on which advertisers. And then of course people are skipping the ads. How many mid rolls are there? And really, it's not about views so much anymore as it is watch minutes. Mm-hmm. So I get more money on a video on a twelve minute video people watch all the way than like one six minute video. Right. When did, how much does it take to like for people who are trying to get into YouTube? Like how much would it take to like actually start getting paid? Like. Well, honestly, I'm I'm not an expert on that because I, I managed to luck out where there wasn't that bar to entry like there is now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the exact specifics these days, and maybe that's my my old YouTube privilege coming in. <laughs> but uh, it's it's harder and harder to break into this, even just like getting an audience. Like, so you uh, feel like there's a big advantage for being an early adopter? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely a lot harder to be a guy in, in their bedroom starting off and, and blowing up the platform, especially when it, when we have a lot of old media is now starting to adopt. If you look at the trending page, it's all Ellen Generous, Jimmy Fallon. Like we're talking like multi-million dollar production companies, right. and also the the YouTube like. The YouTubers that are that are native on the platform, th- the ones that are successful are now large productions. Like you look at like a Shane Dawson who's making millions of dollars. He's able to afford editors and, and he's able to crank out that huge content. He has those connections. Yeah. It really takes something special to to start from the bottom and, and explode up these days. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm also noticing with Twitch, Twitch is doing a lot of uh, changing too. Yep. Like, so what's that all about? Do you know anything about that? Well, YouTube is turning more into Twitch and Twitch is turning more into YouTube. And pretty soon they're going to be indistinguishable. Okay. Because YouTube has a big emphasis on uh, on streaming now, and Twitch is really starting to just grow their personalities, and they're even having like video uploads. And who knows? Honestly, having another platform that is viable would be super helpful. Like we mm-hmm. keep seeing the, these platforms start to show up. Like Vessel was one, but it was a subscription service, and then VidMe came up. Yeah. Facebook is also trying to break into this. Amazon is actually trying to with with Prime stuff. Right. Yeah. But it, it's really tough because nobody's able to, to swing with the same money that Google has. And I think if anything is going to be the next competitor, it's going to be Twitch or Pornhub. Yeah, I think those are the major players. Yeah, no, Pornhub. <laughs> that's that's a surprise one because yeah, word no. on the grapevine is that I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 word on the grapevine is that they're they're looking to launch a non-porn video site. Okay, just hub. <laughs> I, I I don't know the specifics, but like a lot of people who get their content demonetized, like gun channels stuff like that, they they upload to Pornhub. Yeah. What, what was that one uh, platform that Ninja just went to? Like he switched oh, off Mixer. Mixer. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah it's everyone's. Just, that's another streaming thing though, because they're trying to compete with Twitch. Right. And they're not they're not trying to compete with YouTube because you can't. Yeah. So after a while, like everyone's kind of just kind of taken from each other because it it makes sense. Yeah. Like you kind of have to. It's kind of like what Instagram did, and now Facebook has their stories now, and yeah. everyone's got stories. Well, the thing well, is, Facebook it, bought Instagram. Yeah, because because the Facebook and Instagram stories are linked to the same thing. Right. So you, like you can post a story on Instagram, and it shows up on Facebook. Yeah. Like pretty soon, when I mean, we're already seeing everything like go down to like these uh, these big four conglomerates are going to own everything, but because they have everything that you right. would want exactly, really. and it that's being in the ecosystem. Wow, it's kind of wild. It, so. it sucked because I used to have uh, Google Fi was my phone provider, so I got paid through Google. Nice. I got my phone through Google. <laughs> I have my 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 domains are through Google. I got a Google Home. Like they they got me by the balls. Same password, everything. 
<laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> LastPass has been super helpful for that. It's yeah, uh, you want to pass one, one of my sponsors. There you go. Yeah. All right. There you go. What, 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 what's LastPass exactly? LastPass is uh, it's a uh, basically they, they they randomly generate passwords for different things and they keep it all. You have one master password and that way. Like you have crazy ones. That so are the complex. key to your password is different, right? Essentially, that's so, well. So each website has a different password. That, right. That's like a, like uppercase, lowercase symbols, numbers, all that. And I don't even know what they are. Right. But but uh, I have one master password that unlocks everything. That sounds amazing. Actually, it's like a uh, Apple has their own version of it with the uh, you know, it's I forgot what the name of it, but it, it locks everything and it's like the password manager. Yeah, it, it's it's super handy to have. Like I think everybody should have a VPN and a password manager at this I'm point. I'm kind of about that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Actually, I definitely because I, I okay, you know what? I'm not even gonna talk about my password. <laughs> People are gonna hack me before the show's over. <laughs> Josh one two three. You got to close that. Capital J. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Dollar sign for the S. Yo, <laughs> yo let me get out real quick. Let's <laughs> take a break to change our passwords. <laughs> No, but okay. Uh, so originally, like, uh, I guess, t- tell me how it is. Like, how is it to be a YouTube? I guess we're gonna say mid-level sensation. Well, that's crazy. Mid-level. What, do you, what do you have to do? Because like, I feel like it's gotta be a lot of work. Because I remember I've seen you taxed. I've seen you tired before. Like, oh yeah, no. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny because like, uh, I I don't want this to sound like a humble brag, but I, I recently got interviewed by, by CNN. They're doing a video uh, or uh, an article on YouTube burnout. And uh, oh, shit. It, it was interesting because apparently when you complain enough about burnout online, they contact you, which is what I've been doing. There you go. Uh, but I, I made it very clear to her that like, I'm not a big YouTuber, but I'm not a small YouTuber. I'm, I'm a mid-level creator. And we're, we're the ones that aren't talked about a whole lot because mm-hmm. you always hear about, about all the big creators that, that are under fire. It was like small businesses. Exactly. You're getting fucked. Right. And, and so like, like there's, there's so many more of us mid-tier creators from like, uh, like 150K to 800K is what I would say are the, are the mid-tier creators. Yeah. And there, there's so many of us. Mm-hmm. And so many videos too. Exactly, like majority of the community, isn't it? Right, and yeah. so, but, but we're, we're never talked about. And so, for a mid-tier creator, it really sucks because uh, you know, a lot of people know that I, I used to be on a huge channel called Game Theory, and I think mm-hmm. like uh, I forget what sub count they're at now. I know they're at least over eleven million. But oh, uh, good for them! Wow. Yeah, right. I uh, wow. I, I joined in. I, I was contract. I was contracted with them at uh, six hundred thousand, but my videos didn't start getting uploaded until they were at one million, and then they were. I think they were like six million when I left. So. Large creator, obviously, and right. I was I was getting a lot of money from that, and I and I used that to hire an editor, and I I paid him. I, I was I was going at a loss for the editing that he was doing for my my personal channel. He would edit mm-hmm. my game three content and the stuff for comic Drake, so I wasn't making money on on those videos, but I was able to keep the output because I was I was. I had the game three money, right? But these days it's tough because now I'm, I'm a one man operation. I, I can't afford an editor right now. Uh, it's interesting because, like, at the level I'm at right now, I'm, I'm making more money than I ever have solo, which is great because obviously don't have that game theory revenue coming in. That's a, right. a huge channel, right. so of course it's going to be a lot more money. Um, I'm living comfortably right now for the first time oh, ever yeah. by myself, which is nice. Congrats! And, dude, thank that's you, a thank big you. I, I can't complain too much. I still do, but <laughs> uh, but but I can't live comfortably and hire an employee again. Right. right, and the problem is that the reason I've been doing better is because my content has I've upped my game. I've been going longer content, more in depth stuff, and so I have to keep out the same level of output, but with more work now. Right, and it sucks because once I'm at a point where I can start paying somebody, then I can I can maybe have a day off would be nice. Ooh, maybe I could. No, honestly, Crazy. I, I would just have double content is what I'd do. <laughs> just work more. <laughs> well, I've got like four other channels that I want to start. Like, but uh, if if I could have like a month. To really like work on a, on a new channel and get a bunch of content made in advance, yeah, I could start cranking that out and then 
with my business plans that I got, I got worked up because my stuff, I could be making so much more money than I do right now on YouTube. If I, if I sold out and like really made crappier content, right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I, I, I like to think, you know, I talk about comic books for a living. I don't know like where like, my head's up my own ass on this point, but <laughs> I don't, I, yo, it, it, it takes a lot. There's a lot of research. Cause there's a lot of different comics that keep contradicting each other. Right. Certain nerds are really attacking you. Like, yo, you didn't do that. Exactly. Yeah, you got like the most hardcore picky audience to argue with. It's rough, but the elitist. But, but what I could do is that I mean, I got no shade towards anybody that does stuff like this, but like versed battles and stuff. You know, like I used to work for ScrewAttack.com. Death Battle is the most popular show. I mean, they're not even 100. That's anymore. why I, literally why I watch them. <laughs> right, and so like now they fully rebranded to Death Battle. And there's a lot of other comic channels like, oh, here's the strongest Superman form or who would win in a fight. And I don't really care about all that stuff. Yeah, and it would take me so less time to make. Share more about the nonfiction in. The fiction. Well, I'm, I'm more. I'm more about like. Uh, I didn't read comics for most of my life, and uh, the reason I got into them was because I was dating. And when I was sleeping over to her place one time, I looked at her shelf, and she had a bunch of Batman. Like, wait, how old was this? Uh, how old was I? I was uh, nineteen. And how old was she? Just make sure you're not the other Drake. No, <laughs> no she she was twenty. Okay. okay. Yeah, cool. it, it was. Uh, it was right when I when I was out of high school. I was sleeping over her place, and uh, this this is my my first fiance. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So whenever, I, whenever we first got together, I was sleeping over her place, and I saw she had a bunch of Batman and Green Lantern on her shelf. Like, oh, cool. You know, I read all these wikis because you know, I I, I did the exact same that's thing. That's the thing. We we all read those. Yes, but, yeah. we, but I never I read the comics. I love reading those. I love it exactly. And I was like, well, yeah, Batman. We talked about it. And I realized, oh, I have no context. I'm talking out my ass here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she introduced me to comics, okay. and I I've always been I was so turned off because of the outside uh, the outsider unfriendly continuity. You know, I was like I don't want to learn about you know 60 years of Batman in order to understand this. Right. And so she showed me the New 52. She showed me like uh, Batman Court of Vowels, uh, which was a, a which is a good one actually. It was a really good one. And so I was like, oh, I don't need. And sure, in in reality. Batman is one of the only things that didn't reset in, in the reboot. Oh, okay. But like, I watched the animated series. I watched all the movies. I read all the wikis. So I didn't it reset. Kind of like he was younger, and he, it's like he kind of just started. They condensed it all down to five years. But but all the old stories kind of still happened. Yeah, like there wasn't like the, that. It needed to really reintroduce the new character right. or the villains. Well, well, like issue one, they had yeah, like Bruce was sit was standing there with uh, Tim Drake, Dick Grayson, and Damian Wayne. Huh. And so, if you're just going for the first time, who were all these people? But I mean, I still been, I, they, all that happened in five years. Right, I went through four different kids. Yeah, <laughs> we have a murder rate in this family. <laughs> but but apparently, but like, but I, I knew enough that it, it was understandable to me. And and uh, that's when I, I really found out. Oh, any good writer will explain whatever you need to know. Because even if you're reading comics for seventy years, you're going to forget things. Right. So any good writer will tell you what you need to know. They'll remind you. And then once I realized I don't need to know everything. I fell in love and I started eating books left and right. There I was reading go. like like six books a week, just like the the, the graphic novels. You, you go with like the hardcover. I feel like that's the easiest way to get people into comics. Well, uh, I, I usually do soft cover because they're cheaper. We we live real close to the the half price books flagship. Oh, so you get them as they're. I, oh, I love that. I go the same. one. It's a good one, and that yeah. that's the best place for comics, especially when you're starting out. Yeah. And it sucked, man. I, I miss getting into comics because like every book I was reading was the best ever because it was my recommendation. I know what he's talking about. <laughs> like I, I love. It. I thought the same way. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. no, you're good. <laughs> until, like you you want to start reading Batman. Okay, you're reading. Hush, The Long Halloween, you know, Court of Owls. Like every book you're reading is life-changing, and now you don't have that anymore because I've already read all those. Dude, how did you feel? Okay, I'm sorry. Like, a little slightly off topic. We're it's going right back to that. It's all good. How did you feel about Arkham City? Because, like, Arkham City was, like, a realization to me that, like, when I noticed there was, like, a Hush side mission, mm -hmm. like, I was like, wait, hold up. What is this? And then, like, everything starts coming back, all the memories. Yeah. And you get kind of creeped out because, you know, fucking Hush. Right. And then, like, all these, like, that game... 
it took a, it made all the characters really realis- realistic. Did you play that? Yeah, yeah. Game? I played all the Arkham games. Okay, City was like my favorite by far. See, I'm torn between Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. I think they're both equally good for different reasons. We're just all in agreement that Origins sucked, right? It was the lowest of the it, it four. It was fine. I love Night, honestly. So what I just heard from you was Arkham City <laughs> and Arkham Asylum were tied for top. You love Night. I didn't hear that about Origin. No, yeah. Tell us about Origin. Origin is fine. It's all it's, fine. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not a bad game. It's just not, it's the worst out of all of them. That bridge it's could like, have been completely destroyed. Not have been okay. Well, it's like the worst Zelda game is still a great video game. Yeah, a hundred percent. I okay. get that. Like like Arkham Origins was fine. It just was the worst out of all of them. They made you travel through that bridge, that uh, what is it, that that big long bridge? Every mm-hmm. time you want to transfer, it to every landscape. single time. Oh, it's like a ridiculous. loading screen. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I guess. I've been dealing with that Luigi's Mansion. They get you in that elevator, and it's like, like oh, we're gonna move up this in real time yeah. <laughs> to, load, <laughs> to load the assets. Realistic <laughs> elevator action. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yo. Okay. So, but but, but, uh, but sorry to cycle back around. Um, the reason. The, the way that, that I, I do my channel is I, I'm trying to get people to overcome that barrier because I, I want to be the YouTuber that I wish I had when I was getting into comics. Mm-hmm. So I try to explain them in a way that makes sense. I always – I word my stuff in a way that like longtime comic readers can learn something, but it's accessible to new people. The right. way I see it is whenever I'm researching something, if, if I find out something I, I never knew, me of all people, which happens every time I work on something, <laughs> I work it in. Like surely all these other people don't know it either. Right. And that's why I think it makes a difference. And so, but now my content has gotten longer and better, and it's harder to keep the pace. So without an editor, I'm just oh. it's it's a treadmill, and and I have to put out a new video every week. Like I'm a little bit laxer with my deadlines now. I'll, I'll give myself a couple day buffer worst right. case scenario, but I'm still like basically every week I have to make a new video, and it's it's dead. How it's, important I'm, is that I'm, deadline to you? Like how important is it to make sure that you're getting your, your information out like every week or weekly, like you well, were saying? Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, this might be a little heavy for, for a lot of people, but I mean, I'm, I'm totally open with talking about it. So uh, in, in 2016, I, I had a suicide attempt, and I, I took a month off of off of work uh, for that. Only a month? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, because uh, I, 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 had, I had a good amount of money in my savings, you know, um, mm-hmm. b- because of that attempt. That's when, that's when my fiance at the time, like, she couldn't handle all that, so we, we split because of that. It, 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 was, it, was, oh. it, was a, it was a rough time. So, so wait, she, she, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to no, talk no, to anybody. A, a lot of people think that. She that, looked after the suicide. Yeah, people attempt. think that, that I, I had the attempt because of it. It's, it's actually vice versa. Yeah, my, my whole, okay. Yeah, it, wow. it's, it's all good. It's, 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 cause that's usually how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so, you know, I, I, I left the apartment. So I, I broke the lease, which was two months rent. And then I still, and you had to occupy the apartment for two months. So I still paid my half while I was living with my dad to, to kind of get back on my feet. So that's four months rent essentially that right. it's going down the toilet and then i took a month off of work and i'm not gonna lie i uh, i went heavy in, into alcohol and i was i was out partying every night and that's when i met josh was was around this Good time because I, I every single night i was out at the club just until two three four in the morning and it, it was it was a good way to kind of like get myself back in the rhythm, right? Yeah, but right. but I but I blew all my savings in the process. So you're kind of you were kind of trading off your financial gain for uh, for mental stability again, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, but the problem though is that because I took that month off, YouTube was like, oh, he's done making content, and so they do that just that quickly. The algorithm was starting to punish me, and, mm. and I, I can actually show you my chart. But like, there's a big dip from 2016 to 2017. It took me a year to finally get back to where I was in the algorithm. Is that how much they push your content? Yeah, because like. E- uh, when you subscribe, you, that's not a guaranteed view anymore. Like when you, when you subscribe to people, when they put out a video, it's not always going to be on the front page. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it sucks. It used to be back in the day, one subscriber, one view, because they would see it every time you made a new video. But they keep changing things because like, oh, this is how, you know, this is what 
we think you want to see. This is where like the bell icon thing comes in. That, that's exactly where the bell icon comes in. Gotcha. And so as a result, uh, I needed to take a part-time job while I was still putting up my weekly content to fight back up there. And now I, I've, I've been good ever since because I because I haven't taken time off. Yeah. Because because wow. I'm terrified that it'll take another year of of me like really scraping the pot. Is there a way to like alleviate that off you? Is there a pot? Like, I know you said you were going to just work more if you had more time. Is there a way like would it would it be beneficial to get like someone who like someone like Chris Bakil? Mm-hmm. Is that you say? Yeah, throw, throw kill. Throw kill. Ooh. Okay. Would it be like? Would it behoove you, I guess, to like get someone like that who could actually work on comics well, uh, with you? We're actually we're actually working together now. Uh, okay. So because he he's wanting to really break into into creative writing, and so uh, he he loves comics more than I do, which is crazy. <laughs> but uh, but we started doing a thing where we we're we we're starting to write scripts together. And uh, there we go. He he just want he just wants par- uh, partial credit. Like he just wants I I like I don't feel comfortable not paying you because I, I I've been a bad boss before, and and I'm so right. I'm super aware of all that. But he's like, I, I don't want it. I, I literally want the exposure. And I was telling him, I don't want to do that. He's like, no, bro, just I want to boost my portfolio. That's important to me. And so I'm actually working on a video right now. I hate Deadpool with a burning passion, but he likes him. So now we're working on a video about how internet culture created Deadpool, essentially, into his modern version, which is super interesting. Right. And and he did the, the bulk of the writing on that. And then uh, like we, he came over, we, we uh, banged out the rest of the script and... Now, and I'm excited for it. I think it's a really good video. Okay. And we're, how we're trying are you to get working together? Uh, this is the first video that we've, we've done on this. Okay. Cool. I'll be watching for that one for but, sure. But writing really isn't that hard for me. Like, I, I can knock out a script in pretty much no time because uh, I, I work on about 600 scripts at a given time. Oh, wow. 600? Yeah. Like, ongoing? So the way that my channel used to work is I did character history stuff. Right. So most of those are just like history of whoever. So whenever I, I read a book, I might be working on a different subject, but like, oh, I found an interesting detail. I'll write it down here. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, oh, I see. Right. So you have like just memos. Right. And and so that way, whenever I start a script, I have like maybe two pages of notes already there, and and I and I annotate like this happened in Amazing Spider-Man number five eighty seven. And so that that makes. Sense. I was wondering how he was referencing things. So because I watched, I used to watch your videos like yeah. heavily, and I still watch it. Like I'm subscribed to you now, but it was like I knew you, you did that with an Iceman video. You were like, yeah, because they were talking about how he switched to uh, he was gay after yeah. a while. And um, and I was knocking issue number, issue number, issue number, issue number. Yeah, I was like, how is he? I was like, did he go back and read all of these? Well, like, yeah, I always wonder that. Well, I, I skim a lot because okay. because uh, I've, I've got Marvel Unlimited, I've got uh, DC Universe, and uh, I've got I've got a lot of stuff in my Comicsology too. So I'm able, I have a huge library of things I can skim through. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I but I do have all of those notes just in general. Like, oh, I, t- I turned off my phone. I can't I can't go through the one real quick. <laughs> but like. I've got a video on like the history of Iron Man, but it's already like seven script like pages in because I like first I write down everything I know about the character, uh-huh. and I mm-hmm. write down his history from what I know, and then as I read other stuff, I add it as I go because I haven't read every comic. I haven't, I haven't read organized into a natural yeah. script, right? That, everything is done with bullet points first, and then I flesh them out. Okay, and so that, okay. that that's why I have all this, and whenever I have an idea. I write it down. So, like, I, I did a video uh, three months ago on uh, every girl that uh, Peter Parker dated, and that, and that, that blew up because. Yeah. How many were there? I'm thinking uh, there, there Mary were Jane. Two, it was like there. There were so many. There's Black Hat. Black Bruce Hat. Hardy, Mary Jane. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Oh, yeah, three. Deborah Whitman. Uh, Betty Brant. Oh shoot. Uh, <laughs> there was this one. This one girl that when when Peter was on a time traveling adventure when he got stuck in the in the Western times. Like it, <laughs> it's like a 20 minute video. But the, the thing is, is that to explain the history of Peter Parker, you of his love life, you have to explain the history of Peter Parker right. because because why he broke up with these girls are crucial to him. So like the first. First time Peter proposed to Mary Jane, she said no, mm-hmm. and so then he then he dated some more, and then he proposed to her again. So like you have to explain, well, why did she say no? So I basically had to give a condensed version of that. And then the comics killed her, right? 
They kind of broke up the marriage. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry. But so uh, <laughs> while I was working on this, I was like, wow, Peter's really sure changed a lot of jobs throughout this. Hey, I should do a video on every job that he's worked. And I'm, I'm working on that to release in January. That's really good. So yeah. while, I'm, while I'm working on this, I'm looking out, oh, he's a scientist here. Oh, he's back at the Daily Bugle. I'm, I'm keeping notes on a separate document. Hmm. So it sucks because every week when I get all my new comics on Wednesday, it takes me hours to read them all because I keep stopping and taking notes every other mm-hmm. page. Okay, is that the fun part? I feel like that there has to be like one like most enjoyable part of well, this whole thing. The, the, I hate it all. <laughs> <laughs> Low key a little bit, but the real the real thing is uh I get distracted a lot when whenever I'm working on stuff because what I do is I'll, I'm working on a video. Then when I have a better idea, mm-hmm. I just complete my uh, my ADD. I just shift and I start writing that. That sounds fun though. It's, it's yeah. a lot, and I love that, and okay. I love the research part. But also sometimes whenever I'm, I'm doing a video, like I might need like 200 pages. For like the editing, oh, wow. and I might for, I might have forgotten to grab one while I was doing my research, so mm-hmm. I, I need to go back, and then I keep reading because I'm enjoying myself and I forgot. So like gotcha. every time I ever reference Superior Spider Man, which is my like probably my favorite Spider Man book, I accidentally almost reread the entire <laughs> series again, which just just because I'm trying to find one page. Okay, tell me, Superior Spider Man has been a while. Superior Spider Man is the one where Miles first shows up. Right? No, that's that's where Doc Ock took over Peter's body. Oh, that's he, Ultimate Spider-Man. Is where Miles Ultimate is. Spider-Man. Okay, so Spear is the one where Doc Ock turns over and he finds yeah. out he can't save the city from Green Goblin, and yeah. they're actually trash at being Spider-Man. God, it's so it's such a good book. Great. I keep getting distracted and <laughs> reading it, and, and like uh, one time on that that, that uh, Spider-Man girlfriend video, I needed some help photoshopping everything because it's a lot of work. So I actually, I, I I paid my little brother uh, a little bit of cash to do some Photoshop work because it's so it's mindless busy work. Right. <laughs> and but then he got distracted reading comics <laughs> while we were going, <laughs> and he doesn't even read them. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, this is cool. That's and, good. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. That's actually why I'm launching a new show in January called Inside Comics because um, I'm tired of doing all – like as much fun as I have and uh, working on these videos. They're great, and these are the mm-hmm. ones that blow up. I miss the books that I fell in love with for, this, for comics in general. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to go back and reread them, and I want to give like a kind of like an academic look over it, talking about like why this book is good, why it's important, some history behind it. Frankly, it's just a chance for me to reread all these books and talk about the ones that I yeah. love instead of just books that are okay. Which there's some good books these days, but none of them have really captured me outside of like maybe a few mm-hmm. that these original ones did. Yeah, I feel like storytelling is the way to go, honestly. Especially putting your own spin on it. Yeah. And, and if, you're, if you're passionate about the story, you know what I mean? You right. tell it from a way where it's like, you knock out all the nonsense, you take this whole book and you condense it to be mm-hmm. like, hey guys, shit this out. So, whatever. I'm not telling you to do your thing because I'm sure you've been through a mm-hmm. ton of... Well, uh, the thing is that this video actually, this, this new series started because I accidentally made it. I actually made this new series. <laughs> yeah, because I was uh, my my buddy Billiam. He does a lot of like uh, nine- oh, Billiam, the the guy who does all the yeah. old, old nostalgia stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, oh we're, shit, we're we're good friends now. Love the dude. I, I hung out with them in Orlando when I was there last year. I was binging his Digimon. Oh, his stuff is great. God, it's hilarious. Well, this well uh, in October and a little bit in November, he he did a Scooby Doo marathon. He did a bunch of Scooby Doo videos, and I was like, hey, well, there's a Scooby Doo comic. I never read it, but we can we can collaborate on that. So we did, <laughs> and so. The problem though is that Scooby Doo Apocalypse, the 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 which is the comic that I read, mm. it was forty something issues, and I could explain the entire story, and that would be like three hours, right. but I can't condense it down because then you don't have any of, of like the context if you haven't read it yourself, right? And I, I'm not reviewing it, so it ended up being this weird little hybrid. And the video blew up. Like it did better than Billiam's video, which is crazy. How did like how'd you do it? Because you said it would be three hours. So would you just break it? I, I mean, I, I broke it down into fifteen minutes, uh, 15, 20 minutes, and and I just I, one fifteen minute video. Yeah, and uh, wow. the, the way the like I, I there was a lot of notes that I took for the story that didn't make it in there, but I explained of uh, it was it was the most review I've ever done. So it was like here's the book, here's why the book was made, here's some behind the scenes stuff. 
here's some of the influence in the book. Here's the plot. And then here's what I think about it. And I was able to go through all of that in about 15 minutes. And I worked so long on that video longer than anything else. Cause I, I put a lot of work into it. Cause it was, I was doing collaboration with my friend. I wanted it to be great. I yeah. wanted his viewers to really like it. And as a result, I ended up coming up with this, with this interesting new format that clearly resonated with people. Right. You're not sure. going to run out of books anytime soon. But, <laughs> but that's, yeah. I'm all, imagine if I did it on a book that I like. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's passionate about. Cause there this book go. was, I, the whole like thesis of that video was, I don't know if I liked it or not. Right. And okay. so imagine if I actually had something I liked to talk about. And yeah. Maybe that'll do well. And, it, and you can clickbait the hell out of that. The best Spider-Man story ever. The best Batman book ever. I can't believe that Wolverine did blank. How, <laughs> how annoying is it when someone like goes in the comment section and is like, yo, just go to 515 he tells you whatever. How, how bad is that? It's, <laughs> it's not about the information. It's about the journey of, of how you get there because you got to have all the context too. Mm-hmm. It's not just if, – if you want to just know the information, go to a fucking wiki. Yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, I mean that because that, that would upvote that that's comment what I do. and that comment. Like, I feel like it just takes away from the views from the video. Like, it does. Time. Like, In the time, yeah, you're just kind of fucking the guy for no reason. Like, oh, so why would you do that? <laughs> if, if you're going to a video platform, you should watch the video. It's like people that comment based on the title alone. And yeah, I right. I don't think I clickbait, but I make them interesting. You have to make a good looking title, or nobody's gonna nobody's gonna care. Nobody's yeah. gonna care about like, oh, Spider Man life story explained. That's not really interesting. Yeah. Exactly. But if you talk about like what if Spider-Man aged in real time, let's something like which, which is what the book is about. That's right. cool. Hmm. And so people are gonna are gonna like I I always a lot of my titles are questions, and so people then respond. Want to find the answer. Right. Right. And so like uh, one one video that I did, which I'm really proud of, but based on the title alone, got a lot of bad people. Which is uh, would Superman be stronger if he was black? Because he's, I, think, I think I saw this one. He's well. He's powered by the sun, <laughs> right? And oh. talking about pigment. Right, I'm, talk, I'm talking about pigment and, <laughs> and, 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 and physically how much sunlight he absorbs. And we have seen in the comics that like like whenever his, his skin Close turned translucent, he he was overpowered. Like like he like he exploded with solar energy. Mm. So that's why I was curious. Like that just came. But of course, people are like they don't even watch the video and they have their own explanation. Somehow this is racist. <laughs> right. There's got to be a way. You mentioned black people and I'm not, I'm not God. very happy about yeah, YouTube this. YouTube will find a way to make it seem like Oh, absolutely. I, listen, I, I piss off, like, I like to consider myself a pretty woke dude. Yep. I'm, I'm a little SJW libtard boy, <laughs> but I, I piss off. I'm not left enough for a lot of people and I'm not right enough for a lot of people because I, I consider myself center left, which means I just piss everybody else off. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're exposed to that many people, everyone's going to be mad. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And you know what? I'll, I'll laugh it all the way to the bank because like go. the outrage is still views. Like, people think that, that when they dislike my video, that hurts me, but that's engagement. It tells the YouTube that it's engaging. Plus my ratio on likes oh, yeah. never really outseeds seven to one. So like, yeah. all my all my 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 likes are positive. So if like a few like hundred a few thousand dislikes really doesn't affect me. It only makes my stuff more popular. Like my most one of my most viewed videos is uh, why Miles Morales is loved and Riri Williams is hated. She was the uh, the girl who took over the mantle of Iron Man. That video came out like a year ago, right? Yeah, and and like I'm not happy with how that video turned out in a lot of ways. Like I think some of my arguments were flawed, which I made a follow up, which got not even half as many views because of course yeah but course. it has the highest dislike ratio on my entire channel but it's not even it's like seven to one like it's it's still 
vastly like I oh, wow. people are like oh look look you have like twenty thousand dislikes yeah but I have like a hundred thousand likes like <laughs> they they ignore that yeah and because of that it kept pushing the argument pushed that video up super quick yeah the controversy I guess that's exactly what it oh, is oh that's why that's why okay that makes sense why people keep doing the Superman versus Goku battle that's exactly why because it's, it's always gonna be an argument even though we all know Superman would kill him right but like I get it well <laughs> it, it, it's it's because Dragon Ball fanboys are like the most angry people. He's fighting gods, but what is a god in that universe? Can we talk about that? Uh, <laughs> Can we talk about that? Like, they're not the same as, like, gods in our, like, realm, you know what I mean? It's not like he snaps his fingers and getting rid of people. It's like, they fight. They right. physically fight you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I don't know. Uh, no, I, 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 love, I love Dragon Ball stuff. And, I and do, that's, too. That's the thing. is like, I, I grew up on Dragon Ball, too. Like, I only have been reading comics for really a few years in the grand scheme of things. I went as Goku went for like for Halloween in elementary school. My dad went as Jackie Chun. Like <laughs> I, the, I, I, I bleed. That's actually like your dad. Shout out to Drake's dad. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like I, I bleed Dragon Ball, and and I, I agree. It'd be so much better if Goku won. He's right. a better. Char- I love Superman, but Go- Goku's a better character in every way. He because he actually is more of a character. I mean, right. I'm God. Okay, people are gonna eat me alive when I say like I, I don't understand Superman. I do. Goku's more interesting. They tried to give Superman a personality in, in the New 52, and he was kind of just a douche. I mean, he's so old school that it's hard to retcon that much of a just straightforward guy. They, Man, they it, made him it, arrogant. They made him arrogant in the New 52. They but tried. They, they brought back the old Superman. God bless. And so, and he's he's way, way more interesting, and, and he's he's a cool complex character. I'm actually, I'm working on a video right now of things people get wrong about Superman. Okay, so, okay. so I'm, I'm excited to do that because, like, I, I used to be one of those Superman haters. Like, oh, he's so boring. He's too strong. It's not, that's not interesting. But, like, I... I read more, mm-hmm. and then I actually learned. Oh, I was I, I didn't have any context. I like to use it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm, I was just gonna say I actually took a class on comic books. Oh yeah, an honors class in Hell college, yeah. and it was called uh, Modern Mythology. Yeah. So like we treat them like you know uh, Zeus or whatever, mm-hmm. right? But they're superheroes, and Superman was the first one we we covered. Oh, first. absolutely. And I was shocked like how people interpreted him mm-hmm. compared to you know what we would expect. Like nobody likes Superman. I was right. the only one that like was rooting for the guy. Yeah, and they're like, this guy is like the most flat, most boring. But we're reading like the '40s, '50s comics. Yeah. So, well, yeah. It's, it's it's also frankly a different character. That's Earth Two Superman. Like, like oh, okay. these these are different characters. Yeah, that entirely. was before the uh, they had a whole comic over that where they divided it. The... Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yep. Kind of split it. Yeah, yep. but uh, but but Superman now like and you hit it on the head when you said like modern day like storytelling and mm-hmm. uh, I was trying to explain to this guy I'm collaborating with. He's he's new into comics, but he wants to start doing comic content. And he's talking. The video we're working on is: uh, Do DC fans really want darker stories? Yes. But <laughs> but the thing is, it's that like DC really isn't all that dark when you look at it compared to Marvel. Really, I've always thought it was the Here, here's the, here's the thing: Marvel has no interesting villains, so all they they keep making their heroes fight each other. Oh, yeah. Marvel does have way cooler main cast characters. Yeah. I think DC definitely has, like, the crazier, more, like, what's up with this guy villains. Yeah. But, but the problem, though, is that when, when since Marvel has better heroes and they make them fight each other, they need to make their heroes do messed up things. Right. And, and so mm. it gets pretty dark. Like, I mean, the entirety of Civil War, the original comic, is a big example of that. But DC... Uh, okay, the, the, biggest, the biggest thing is that DC is about gods trying to be men. Marvel's about men trying to be gods. Uh, Marvel wants to entertain you in the here and now. Lots of pop culture references, like you know, they're they're mm-hmm. it's it's not bad, but it feels more like popcorn stuff. But DC wants to tell more like long lasting stories. When when you talk about like the seminal books of all time, very rare like do you get like Marvel books in there. You get like oh you know Kingdom Come, uh, the Killing Joke. These like yeah. Watchmen. These are all DC books, and What's a lot of them, those just, are ones that we read exactly. Because Killing get, Joke is good, man. And uh, what was the other one that just came out with uh, 
the the Joker or the Batman? Who oh, Laughs. Batman who laughs. Yeah, that's just amazing. Well, but the re- but the reason why like these these stories last a whole lot is because also Marvel takes place in the here and now, and they want you to think that like this is your real world, but with superheroes. Right. But DC they take place in Gotham City, Metropolis. These are fictional cities that then get a character life of their own, mm. and so that's like Mount Olympus, for example. You know, yeah. like it's the, where the gods live. Right. And, and so and Grant Morrison, who's like I I don't like the guy that much, but he's like one of the most famous comic writers of all time. He views comic books as modern day mythology yeah and that's what they are because the reason why superheroes are so endearing is because they're ideas more so than characters mm. and that's why that that's why i end up liking dc more because i like what they're doing with their books more they're, they have like more to say yeah. like uh his book final crisis is all about uh it, it's it's very metatextual you know the 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 dar- evil new gods that took over the world and they used the anti-life equation and so uh the entire populace is now like zombified and right. they're extensions of dark side and meanwhile yeah. there are these guys called the monitors who live outside of the multiverse that aren't doing anything they're just observing and but there's this one monitor who got corrupted named mandrak and he and they're vampiric because the monitors are the editors at dc comics Oh, wow. They're just watching it's by, watching these stories get dark. They're doing nothing, and since they're vampiric, they're sucking the life out of comics. And so, and, yeah, <laughs> so meta. That, gets, Grant yeah. Morrison is all meta. Yeah, like at the end of the, of, of the book, uh, Superman defeats Darkseid by using this thing called the Miracle Machine, which is this device that does literally anything. It's powered by Element X, which is a metal of pure creativity. Oh wow! It literally is Deus Ex Machina. It's a machine yeah. that brings about the end of it's the story. Called that, yeah, it, exactly. And what Superman wishes for on the Miracle Machine is a happy ending, and that's why it happens. Because uh, DC is so fascinating. Their their belief is that if you have a truly infinite universe, everybody any possibility is possible. So your reality is somebody else's fiction. Right, right. The world, the universes talk to each other through comic books. Like the original, the, the Flash Barry Allen from Earth One, he got inspired by reading the old school Flash comics from the Golden Age of right. Earth Two. And then he found out later in the Flash of Two Worlds, oh, this guy from my comic book is real. And so every, every book, uh, every universe has their own comic stuff, which is somebody else's reality. And right. so what are we, but like, are we fiction? And, th- and that's why stories have power. Stuff like that. DC is so cool with that. That makes me think back, you know, in that class, we went through kind of the stages of, you know, what was magic in mm-hmm. these universes. And before it was like, at one point it was the atom bomb was magic. Yeah. And then it was technology's magic. And it sounds like what it's going to is kind of this idea that we could be in a simulation. Oh, absolutely. That can kind of make anything that's, magic. That's very realistic. Like, yeah. it's a real, that's a real thing. I, I used to not believe in the simulation uh, theory at all. And then as I was thinking about it more and hearing more people talk about it and really talking to people about how's it even possible? Yeah. It started making more sense. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could, I could definitely see this because they're like, I, 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 there's no way I can explain that right now. You know what? Let's keep it. No, moving. hang on. You want, you want to hear This is my most irrational thought. And I think about this constantly and it keeps me up at night. First off, I'm not an NPC. I'm a main no. character. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make sure fair, fair, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> the NPC would say. <laughs> the thing that keeps me up at night is that what if we're on a sitcom? But here's the thing. That we must not be funny because no, I haven't no, heard no, laugh no, no, once. But, but, but none of us are, are the main characters. Because think about it. Friends takes place in New York, right? right? Right. But for New York to exist, there must be United States, and therefore Texas is a part of it. We're not even on the screen. Yeah. Or maybe, what if we're a character that was in the background of a coffee shop one time? And so every one of those people behind, you know, Ross and Rachel, they, they have whole complex lives, <laughs> hopes, dreams, l- failure. And or, like, or better yet, like our whole world is to generate this one person. 
and this one person is in the background of the coffee shop what, <laughs> for what, the actual movie. What, 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 something like, uh, what if we're not even in the movie or the show yet? What if we're the background? What if, what if we're part of some sci-fi movie and like we're part of the history where things went crazy? We, we right. elected a reality TV star, and that's when everything went to hell. And yeah. so, what if we're just the past of a, of a movie like that? Oh, I hate it. It's, it's, so. it's, it's really it's kind of crazy because like people would be like, well, why do we have internal thoughts then? You know what I mean? But it's like that's what AI would be. Yes, like yeah. ones and zeros. What, what was the Sims? Remember, mm-hmm. you used to play the Sims, and like you you fall in love with somebody, and like there's a couple over here down the street, or whatever. And they come over because they're your friends, yes. and then as technology is increasing, as we're doing right now, we're showing that AI can be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. We've seen the, the, the we've seen the videos of the robot jumping oh, yeah. over off screen. Oh yeah, that, he can chase people down. <laughs> like if you came from a gun, he would catch. Okay, you. see, <laughs> I, I'm not too scared because whenever I go to the grocery store, like please rescan the item. Listen, if you can't even tell me how much my milk is, I'm not worried about you coming after okay, Skynet. That, that robot has bad vision. And his AI is trash. <laughs> minimum wage robot. <laughs> but, but every I get so delighted every time they they, they like I need to rescan my. I'm like you're, you're good. You're, you're gonna you're gonna kill my grandchildren, not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be nice to Alexa. Saying, though, like, as we're developing this technology for AIs and things like that, because remember, uh, there was an old uh, Star Wars game that actually really tried to like push their AI. Mm-hmm. Is the one with the four um, Republic uh, stormtroopers. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, it was uh, Dark Empire. No, it was like uh, it was four of them. They were like brothers, essentially. Oh, Republic Commando. Republic Commando. Okay, yeah, and they yeah. were like trying yeah, to push. They were brothers. Like, yeah, yeah, they were like, yo, this is gonna be like the newest AI mm-hmm. in gaming, whatever, whatever. And like that, like as we're seeing in 2019, 2020 coming up. AI has been steadily progressing. We even have that one robot that's going around talking to people. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, learning about life, and they keep asking her questions about death, and it's, like, terrifying. But – Man, I'm, no, I'm so obsessed with AI, man. Yeah, like that's I, the future. It's the, cool. Well, there's this – I'm curious. How many questions does a robot need to ask me, like, to learn about me before it can pass as me? Like, if I was building a chatbot, I mean, I, I, honestly, I as, as a YouTuber, zero. They could just look at your well, videos no, no, sure, but I'm, and, I'm, and just, it's done. <laughs> well, like, yeah, you're, like, 100%. You're not going to die, bro. We could just... Yeah, re- you're re- immortal already. You're, you're, in the future. Sure, you sure. Take it out of here, actually. <laughs> but well, after this podcast, probably all of us could be reproduced. Well, I, I think it'd be really yeah. cool if, if, like, if I could build a chatbot on Facebook, because, like, you know, I got... I, I, I love my friends, but I don't got time for y'all. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll time yeah, well, it'd like, be cool. Like, like could, could this bot... Like passes me and I and yes, hundred percent. And that way I can because I'm worried I don't have enough time for everybody. One of the reasons why I don't I, I'm trying not to make a lot of new friends. I got enough that and I feel like I'm already not giving them enough time and attention. So if I had a little virtual me right. talking to them, keeping them keeping them at peace before I'm ready to actually like hang out again, that'd be nice. That's terrible. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh, like hey Drake, let's hang out. It's like one millisecond later. No, I'm good. <laughs> Even the robot starts ignoring him. <laughs> oh no, the robot people will be like, "Hey, sorry, uh, you know, I'm, I've been real busy lately." But uh, how the robot used literally, if he was, he, if he was actually, he would probably think about making a robot that would be able to take the time. <laughs> <laughs> time for this. Well, well, that's the simulation theory. Because, because, exactly. Because like, when when do we end up making a simulation yeah, of this? And it, wait, how deep does it go? Because people are like, it, that doesn't seem possible. Like, but, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if we made AI that strong. And then that already happened. Like someone did that already. Then what? What we could just be that AI. Yeah, I think that the argument is that the chances are greater that it's already happened 100%. than that we're the first well, one. Well, because like, because uh, if if we're talking about like a computer simulation, mm-hmm. you can run that infinite number of times on other computers. So right. like, it's right. it's more possible to make more simulations in reality. And you want to? And I the, hate that. The best theory I heard was that if we're on a simulation, there's a chance that it's on a planar disk. Mm-hmm. So it's a flat Earth theory proved correct. Uh, <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, right all along. It would be solid state. Yeah, let's be right. real. Yeah. Hey, maybe they could be barbaric 
future aliens. We yeah. are rotating. That would make sense that we're on a disc. <laughs> man, oh man, aliens. I'm about to switch it up. <laughs> Flat Earth Podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> first guest, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> oh, oh no! He's a Flat Earther. Oh no. Damn it, man. I know. You think I someone know. that tall would be I know. You, you think you'd see the curvature <laughs> when he's up there. No, I've seen that video on. Uh, there's a video on uh, Netflix where it talks about a uh, flat Earth. Mm. I still haven't seen it. I've heard good things. It's hilarious. This guy goes. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna bust. Yeah, it up yeah. Right go, now. For go for it. it. This guy, like, there's there's a couple people. It goes through a couple people's lives, and they're trying mm-hmm. to disprove the Earth being round. Right. One guy is literally like, and every time they do it, like the the, the guy who's editing the video just makes him look dumb. Like the mm-hmm. way he edits it. Oh, of course. Oh my god. One guy was like, "We're gonna set it up to where we have this laser, right? We ordered this laser from I can't remember where. It's gonna go this many miles in a straight line. Mm-hmm. If we can't see that laser over here touching this truck, you know, because he has like another friend go across right. the whole city." And like put a piece of paper up, and he's like, "We shouldn't be able to see the laser if there's a curvature on the Earth or something like that." And then, like literally at the end of the, the episode, he's just like, "They set the laser up." He's like, "Jim, can you see it?" No. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, so it's not flat, but it just cuts. Oh. It just cuts." And I was like, "Oh man, you, you, you can make I mean? anybody look so dumb through editing, though." And that's also what I'm because like deep fakes scare me a lot too. Yeah, because like I mean. What is real anymore? If if we can just like easily upload like my face onto somebody else and say whatever with, yeah. with all like all of these. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna get into like hardcore conspiracy podcast. Well, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah, this get get those it. Shane Dawson views. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah we're here to talk about whatever. Pull them up. Pull them up. Yeah, I mean, have you heard like the voice synthesis? Oh yeah, no, it's, it's ter- so good. Did you see the presentation uh, that Google did with the mm. new Google Assistant, where mm. like they even added the ums in there, like made it sound really human? The mannerisms and things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, because like uh, I was trying to learn Japanese because I'm, I'm taking uh, my my honeymoon's going to be in Japan, and so uh, one of the most important things you learn is eto ano, which is like the and um the filler words while you, while you collect your thoughts, and that mm. seems so much more human. And so when they yeah. added those to the robot, when she was given those slight delays, the little bit oh. It's too lifelike. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, we already have a problem with people, uh, you know, photoshopping pictures mm-hmm. and making it look like people did things or were at places. Oh yeah, they weren't. But, but we have a doing, video doing it. Yeah, yeah, the video is kind of terrifying because you can get really incriminated for some terrible things. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, make anyone's voice right now. Yeah, say anything. Oh, and okay. it's really hard to tell. You want to hear something really weird? Think about this. So audio is like in general. Any uh, data that we have is just ones and zeros, highly complex ones and zeros that are like translated into, uh, you know, like different languages. Right. Like, like MP3 is, is a language for, for audio, but it's still just ones and zeros, which means theoretically you could create any sound ever. Like you can have any conversation that you have uh, with, your, with your parents when you were five and every conversation you didn't have with your parents when you were five. Right. You can create literally anything with just an infinite strain, strain of ones and zeros. Yeah. I hate that. That's <laughs> messed up. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with pictures. Like it's just pixels, right? Yeah. It, it's, but the pixels are still ones and zeros. Yeah. Right. Right. And you can make anything. You can make any video of, of anything. Yeah. And you can, you know. Make people say things that mm-hmm. weren't true. I mean, how can anything really be verified? And in- and that's the world we're coming to, and yeah. that's scary. And like we, we we saw it in the 2016 election. I mean, don't want to get oh, a, a yeah. little political, right. but like, but this is the new world we live in, and it's only going to get worse as time goes on. Because like, think about how like where technology was at the beginning of the millennium, just 20 years ago. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Um, I do want to bring this up because we were talking about this right before you pulled up. Mm-hmm. I want to see your input on this too. Let's, right. see, let's see what you feel about this. So I was looking at this. Um, I like to like look, look at like Lewis experiments and things like mm-hmm. where I can find them. And one was done where a guy uh, took mice. Yeah. He took a special breed of mice that are pretty social and he put them in a, in a 
in capture essentially. Okay. And uh, basically there was enough to fit, he said, about a capacity of 6,000 mice. Okay. He started with four mice and they started breeding together and, you know, they had kids and such. Right, on. right. This lasted for two years before he had to close it down. I think it only got to like 350 mm-hmm. something mice. And the thing is, um, mice, here's a little information. Mice, they reach pretty much maturehood in about three months. Sure. They, they live for about 10 years. They, yeah, and animals have like a hyper-advanced. Uh, yeah, so they're mature at three yeah. months, which means that if you're in there for two years with these mice, you're, they're clearly they're generations. Yeah, generations that, yeah. Right. So what ended up happening was, was like uh, he had food in there. That would, it was nonstop. He had tunnels. He had food. Mm-hmm. He had shelter for all of them. Everything they could need. Water. Everything. They were perfect. It was for 6,000, right? Yep. Okay. For 6,000. So there was a lot of space. Like there was levels of this thing. Mm-hmm. These mice, uh, essentially, they kept they started breeding. It was normal. And they was like every, I think, 100 days, they would double or so, like pretty well. Sure. It was pretty good. Or 50 days, I think. Sure. And after a while, it became 100 something days. And it just kind of, after a while, the breeding almost stopped. Mm-hmm. And what happened was the guys, the, the male mice started actually clicking up and like attacking each other after a while hmm. within the two years. They started just attacking. Like they were close to fight each other. They started breeding with the other uh, mice, even though normally they're, sure. normally they're kind of like with their, you know, they, they mate and they have their kids. And, right. Yeah. They just start fucking whatever. Right. And they're uh, literally animals. <laughs> yeah, it became, yeah. It became just that. And they were just fighting. And then there was a group of mice that actually went to the higher level separated from everybody in society. Mm-hmm. And he called them the beautiful ones because what they would do is they would literally just groom themselves. They made themselves. class structure. Yeah. No, they would literally not talk to the other mice. They would groom themselves and sleep and eat. And that was it. And then like right below them, there was Mad Max going on. But these guys are just like murdering each other and like just sleeping with everybody. And the women would kill the children after a while. Like it got ridiculous. I don't like that. I mean – I mean, I, I would need to look into a lot of that myself to just double check because, you know. I'll send you the video. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I don't believe you. No, no, no. It's but, cool. But if we start getting into whole class structure, I don't want to comment on something I don't have a lot of information <laughs> on. Apparently, this was like in the 60s. That's oh, not, that sounds right. That, yeah. that would not it fly happened, these it days. It happened in the 40s. Uh, I think you said it started – the first one was in the 40s, and then I think you did it again in the 60s. Yeah, you would not see an ephemera like that these days. That's for sure. So it definitely yeah. sounds old. Yeah, so how how would you look at that? What did you take? Like, what would you take from that? Because like, I had my opinion. I was expressing it to him. Man, I I, th- I think I need to look at the information myself before I can actually have an educated. Fair uh, enough. Thing. I like yeah, that. That's actually. probably the best answer. And, I like that. And, and especially, you know, I'm being recorded right now, and <laughs> that, that I think I think there's a lot of people, especially in social media spaces, they they just want to have an answer to things, just so mm-hmm. they they can be relevant in, in the talking cycle. But like, I think we all just shut up a little bit and, and actually like tried to look into the information ourselves. Now, how much anything can be true is rough. Like we were just talking about, you know, right. like if video and, and, uh, and pictures can be misleading, audio can be misleading. Like we even seen like, uh, that statistics can be misleading. Cause you know, like er, you can yeah. skew the, the data in any ways. Like, I mean, just hearing you talk about YouTube, I feel like you have like a minor in data science or something. <laughs> no, I, I, I dropped out of college for, for YouTube. Okay. Because, yeah. 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 I mean, it, I feel like it, it, it was rough, but, but like, like you, but you, you, you learn a lot through this. Like you have to, like I learned a lot of skills just through running my own business. Yeah, right. for sure. And like, uh, so like data analysis is a, is a huge part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. I could just be ignorant and not try to learn, but, uh, but I do try to keep up to date because it affects my career. Yes. It's like if you're investing in stocks and you don't do your research, <laughs> then you're going to make bad investments. Right. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I just, I feel like if, if somebody can get canceled over some old tweets where they say some, some dumb racist stuff when they were trying to be like shocky edgelordy, like 15 years ago, it's it's harder with something over audio, and I think we, we could all try 
to do our research and do the best we can and, and admit when we're wrong. It's like maybe we fell for some bad research. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and maybe I, I watch this video and I come to a conclusion. Maybe we find out later that there's oh, a lot of things that play into that too. Confirmation yeah. bias. And it's like, oh, those, absolutely. these are normal. People do that. Yeah. I feel like people really try to. Um, People don't want to be wrong. This and they, they people hate being wrong. Yeah, because they feel like you're attacking them directly. Right. I'm like, dude, right. just it's okay. Like I, it's an idea I, you had, and it's not correct. <laughs> God, I, I love being wrong. Which, which is weird. I, you learn something. Right? Yeah, but that's the thing. Because anybody yeah. who wins an argument doesn't learn anything. Yeah, and I hate that. And like for me, I learn all my best lessons when I when I mess up hardcore. One hundred percent. Because I do yeah. not do those mistakes ever again. I right. agree. And I'm glad that I made all my mistakes before I had a social media presence. You gotta be willing to accept that you made the mistake. Oh, absolutely. And like, but like these kids these days, like they they have uh, they have social. I, I know. I'm, I'm boomer. I, I have boomer. <laughs> boomer class. He's aging this yeah. whole podcast. I know. But <laughs> we're all the same age though. So. Well, like I I've got some little brothers, and they, right. they they've expressed to me that that uh, the bullying doesn't stop at school anymore. Now it follows online. It follows on on to social media, and even on to. Fortnite, like the, the kids will still like just harass and, and you don't have your home isn't your sanctuary anymore right and i did and said a lot of dumb stuff when i was a kid 100 a lot of dumb stuff god bless there's no cameras yeah and i and i don't have any record of that which right. is amazing Good i can't imagine what kids are, are going like I, I do have a few old videos that i still have backed up on my on my uh my computer <laughs> and um, oh wow i was not funny and uh, like when I was dropping some hard R's, wasn't fun. Oh. <laughs> it was, wasn't good. Those were locked up though in the safe. You yeah. Know, <laughs> well, because like well, saying that was was acceptable back then. You know, like especially with the stigma around mental health, like these days in, in the information. Like but back then, back then I would say, oh, that's oh, gay. Those, those hard R's. What are was that acceptable? Oh, <laughs> sorry, I sorry, sorry. From Highland Park? What Wait, did you, think, you think I was dropping the N-word with the hard R? <laughs> That's what I heard as no, well. No, 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 sorry. Uh, retarded yeah, is the hard yes. is the hard <laughs> Not that that's any no, better, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. It, was, it was definitely more yeah. no, try, no, I would definitely not drop the N-word. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm white, but I'm not that white. <laughs> But uh, but but I would say like so like oh that's gay because I would use that as an insult right but, I like, that's too. what kids right. say but, but exactly yeah. and, and so like I hear myself like ah oh, yeah boy and if I said that now I mean I'd be canceled overnight yeah yeah it's pretty bad it's real bad and so who knows what what's now going to be taboo fifteen years from now you know like because maybe some of the terms we're using now are perfect like perfectly woke and acceptable but maybe we move past that mm-hmm. I think and all I these kids are still going to have it what we need to do is just accept like statute of limitations it's like four years ago it's cool man we need to just forget that stuff let's, <laughs> yeah. let's make it like a rolling four yeah, years but not everybody does grow in that four years that's the hard part yeah like some are quick to take it on like be like uh, they, they just don't accept it you and know, so, well some people are still stand by it you know i mean i i i grew up and i i feel like i got more woke because of it but yeah. like i easily could have not have and i i see so many scenarios where i would have just turned into like the worst version of myself at least you're aware of that. Oh yeah. Uh, no, there's been comics about the multiverse. Yeah. Like, oh no, we just explain that to you. Like, hey man, you're like one oh. step away from being that. You're just, you're just one, one bad day away. hundred percent, dog. Like people, close. people swear like they're perfect, and I'm just like, yo, like we all make mistakes pretty frequently. Just not everyone's caught you in years yet. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Josh, do you remember that that girl I was dating before my my current fiance? Of course. Yeah. Uh, it's like and. She's fine, but I met her in college, and and I was uh, definitely not. Uh, I, I'm definitely not me as I am now, as I was in college. You and, feel, I, see, I, I feel like you changed. And, and yeah. I, I was a lot. I'm, I'm different than I was when we first met. 100. percent But uh, but I was a lot more. Dude, I was an incel when I was in early college. Like I, I, I was the stereotypical nice guy. I thought women were just friends. I, I'd never gotten laid before. I just really did. Before, you have a fedora? Uh, 
Oh, he was a real you incel. Oh, shit. I didn't have fedora. I wanted one. Oh, okay. Oh. I, but I had, but I did have an ill-fitting suit. Right. So, oh, no. um, yeah, and it was real bad. And I, and I but and I I would always, I I did I didn't say milady, but I was I was up there. Like I was using similar words like right. like that. And it was it was just bad. That's before it was a stereotype, right? To be fair, but but still, like I I, I recognize I was cringy. But like, uh, even though she and I ended up dating like much later, like uh, what. That was like what three years ago when we got together, but uh, she was also a lot cringier back then because you know as you are, yeah. and I realized that if we had gotten together then we would have just like fed that crappy <laughs> mentality and I would have I would have turned really cringy and I would have just I was stewed in that. Part of the reason I am the way I am today is because of the people in my lives. I think like uh, uh, my ex fiance is honestly one of the big reasons why. I am how I am now because uh, she opened my, my worldview up in a way that nobody else had really challenged before. Right. And so if I was just dating the wrong person, I would be completely different. I would have a completely different like set of uh, right. beliefs, a wholly different political uh, like set. And that's insane to me that it's, and that's why I think everybody's salvageable, right. but we just need to actually 100%. respect people. I, I feel like we do this thing where we, we, we like to uh, shame people into like, being exiled from yeah. the rest of the social group. It's like our first, especially online, people do that all the time. Like, it's the way to get someone to shut up. Yeah. If someone says something, you could be like, dude, you're a Nazi. And that person is immediately shunned from the group. I hate, I hate that. As, as a leftist or <laughs> like, like, why, why are some You're single flaring that person. Like, you're like, yeah. yo, this guy don't ignore everything he says. I win this argument. But, but, but like, doing. people yeah, use Nazi of... when it doesn't apply. Like, and yes, 100%. They're, they're, we are Virtue seeing, signal. we are seeing a rise uh, of fascist ideology coming back up. And, and, right. and let's not ignore that. But you can't label everybody a Nazi. Mm hmm. And and that sucks. Then people are like, "Oh, well, what is a Nazi? What isn't a Nazi?" Which I mean, I feel like fascism is pretty well defined. But it's all this name calling. And when you start when you start name calling anybody, that's like even if you call somebody a dumbass in in discourse, you're not helping. A hundred percent. Nobody like it's true. You, no one you, unless it's after funny you. and he's talking sure. about a dumbass. Yeah, but like no sure. one listens cool. after you. Like cool. the, the defenses come up immediately. But like, yeah, like yeah. people laugh. But but you divide everybody watching. Right. Right. And that's why like uh, like I that's my pen tweet right now. Is like if if you call people names during uh, during discourse, then like then you're not arguing good faith. And yeah. some people misunderstand. Some people misunderstand that people like people think that I that I, I throw insults when I I don't think they are. But generally, I try to be respectful. I had a, I had a big long debate earlier today with a guy on my Twitter about capitalism. Uh huh. And that was that was just a dude. We did that last night. Uh, oh fuck. Well, welcome to modern day America. This, oh, that's man. that's the eternal <laughs> debate. But I try to be respectful the entire time because you know, worst case scenario, I don't change the person's mind. But if I treat him with respect, maybe whatever I'm saying will start to like plant that He'll seed. Think about that it. happens a lot. Yeah. Well, you need people to come to that realization themselves. Mm -hmm. I know that if like, if somebody told me like all the stuff that I did wrong, because I was thinking like if I went back in time and talked to him and I kicked my little me's ass, like stop being such a nice little incel boy. <laughs> Shut up, God, you're not a tortured artist. Shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to me because I would go, oh, you don't understand me. Like I'm you. Of <laughs> I literally understand better than anyone. <laughs> but I, but I wouldn't listen. Right. And it's so, like I'm having that problem with, with my, some of my, my younger siblings because like they're they're going through uh, middle school and high school. Oh, wow. and, yeah. and so they those are the worst times ever. And they think their problems are unique. And when I try to explain, no, I know where you're coming from. No, no, you, no you don't. Yeah, bro, I do. Yeah, like I thought I was gonna marry that girl in third period too. <laughs> right, third period, and it, it's homeroom. <laughs> but but they need to come to that realization themselves. All right. you can do is plant the seed for them to then come to that realization, and that, that's why I think. Them. And that's why I think we need to do online. Everybody's so quick to call names, and everybody's trying to own everybody. Everybody's trying to to like, oh, I'm gonna destroy you with facts and logic. So I'm gonna, um, I hate that. Everybody's yeah. so so hostile, and that's why it, it's hard to really. 
have any conversation with anybody anymore. And that's why I feel like we're getting more and more separated. We're getting into more and more of our echo chambers and it doesn't help. I think a lot of the people that speak up are kind of in the minority. Like, so there's a a lot of like really vocal people that are really extreme. I think the majority of people, they just like... The majority are in the middle, but the fringes are the ones that have the, like, seem to have the power because they are the ones that talk. The ones on the far right and the far right. Well, but they're the ones that get an audience. Yeah. Because they're so extreme with what they're saying. Like, the people in the middle are kind of just like, you know, okay, I see both ways. That doesn't get you a lot of vocal... So bringing it back to YouTube, uh, my best videos are always the ones that are negative. If I have like, oh, the worst, if I say the worst Batman story ever, it gets infinitely more views than the best Batman story ever. Wow. People, people love to hate things. Like w- when I did video game content, I had a show called Unpopular Gaming Opinions. Oh man. And people. You're pe- right though. Yeah, I, people, I looked up the Shadow the Hedgehog video just to see how much people hated it. Yeah. <laughs> pe- people love to hate things. And that's just like, it's just a gut reaction. I don't know what it is about right. us, but and and that that's why people get more extreme is because like if if I can just be louder and more negative that's going to get me more of a following than being nice and that's 100%. sadly the way it is like on like you think it's like a human nature thing? Oh no, like, it absolutely. As a community, it's fun to make fun of something or like to dislike something I think it's, together. It, 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 it's it's a five minute hate. We're all bonding that together. Yes, but also, yes. people also don't talk about the things they like that much. Think about every restaurant that that you see on Yelp or Google reviews. Mm-hmm. You see all the negative. Uh, like everybody who, who's had who got their dinner cold goes on and complains. <laughs> yes. But how many times do we even think about all the the okay times that we've had at a restaurant like like the the, the three star or but the five star you might you might comment on it but there's right. plenty of passable things but that, that doesn't reach out like doesn't speak to you enough to, to I need to write the review you hear mostly the negative a little bit of positive no in the middle yeah I'm, like, like I'm thinking now I'm like I'm, I feel like I was like wondering why I did why I would look at like the word like the shout the hedgehog mm-hmm. video game or the Sonic 2006 game oh we, we love to hate on things I, I love bad movies intentionally I think, but I, honestly yeah bad, bad movies too like mm-hmm. I feel like it's because it's funny though yeah like, maybe I think People you might like be honest something but I also yeah. feel like yeah like I I think like just hear the the guy like get frustrated me like yo this game mm-hmm. is so like whatever <laughs> I think it's hilarious I'm like I remember this feeling yeah you know what I mean I think it's bonding all over something that's that dumb yeah yeah I think that's pretty universal so I, don't, I don't know if it's about making fun of it because like I still love the Sonic team I just wish they would get their shit together but, yeah yeah I think it's really just funny maybe maybe I, I don't know. I don't know but but I feel like it's just hard to deny that negativity goes a lot farther than positivity I'm definitely gonna go look up your your worst Batman story now because I want to hear what kind of jokes oh you well, have, like, well, I, I, I haven't made that video because I, <laughs> I, I, I intentionally try not to be very negative because oh, okay I so I, at most I, I word my titles a little not deceptively but but I I might use harsher words like I don't know what you mean. Yeah, but like, I, but I, 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 int- I intentionally try not to be negative. And right. a lot of the big popular channels on uh, in the comic book sphere, like outside of like the the big two, like Comic Story and uh, Comics Explained and Variant, like I mean, they they just they tell you what just came out. Right. But like, but for the commentary stuff, the, a lot of the names you hear, especially in the comics gate side of stuff. <laughs> uh, can I get some water to rinse that out? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, give them the bottle. Yeah. But but but, but they're but they're it's they're, they're so plan. negative. And and that that has a long signal reach, right? And so I I want to try to drown that out with some positivity, and that's why like a lot of the comments like, hey, thank you so much for for being positive about this. I, I keep seeing like all this like, oh, SJW Marvel this and that, and everybody just wants to bond over hate, especially since these guys don't even read comics and don't know what they're talking about, and right. and their audience doesn't either. So I try to, I I my power of love for comics is way better than things I think are dumb. The things I think are dumb, I don't talk about them because if if we don't give them exposure, <laughs> positive or negative, they'll just die off, right? Like there are some dumbass characters in in modern comics right now that I don't think are worth buying, but I'm not gonna even I'm not even gonna shit on them because that mm. still gives them attention. Because if you think about like your videos being around for you know indefinite amount of time, 
so like people will look back and they're still there right mm-hmm. So, like, you're kind of wanting to make something more timeless, is what you're saying? Yeah, m- most of the stuff that I do make, I do consider to be evergreen. Right. Uh, I, I try not to, to comment on a lot of, of, of the here and now stuff because uh, – and I, I also try to word my videos in a way that doesn't sound that way. Like, um, It's not dated immediately. Yeah, when, right. when, whenever I, I used to do history videos, I'd be like, oh, you know, with Ant-Man coming up right around the corner, I, I decided to do the history of Scott Lang. But, right. like, that – that's so gone now. That makes you like, oh, this is, this is outdated. And even if my information is outdated on the video now, uh, like when I did Iron Fist later, I was like, hey, with the popularity of, of Iron Fist on Netflix, which didn't even come out yet, but I just said oh, with the popularity, nice. it was a way to say like it could have come out yesterday. It could have not come out at all. Yeah, you can tell he hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was okay, but, oh, but, but, yeah. but people were still talking about it. But, <laughs> right. I, but I try to word things in an ambiguous, positive light so in order to like, timeless. Like a writer – you know, first and foremost, I feel like there's a lot of writing that goes on. But this is like this, this might be that's a pretty good point. This might be like uh, modern day writing, like because okay, there is writing still. Well, sure, like, yeah, but like almost like screenwriter type, you know. Well, I, I mean, like the one thing is that I, I write all of my scripts the way that I talk. Yeah, and and uh, I, I do definitely have a, a distinct personality uh, and, and a tone of voice. Like okay, like I, I have this copy of Love Letter, one of my my new favorite games. So if I were to read this as on uh, on a video, the back's like. Win the heart of the princess. All the eligible suitors, like you, you can instantly hear my my tone and changes. Right, yes. and I, I do sound very different, mm-hmm. but I still write mm-hmm. out my scripts as if I was going to, to speak them. And what I do is, I before I record them, I read I read through my entire script out loud. If I get any tongue twisters, I, I work I, I work out the kinks. I might like improv a little bit and, and add some jokes into there. Okay, but. Yeah, I wouldn't really consider myself a writer per se. Well, you're also like a performer then yeah. in that case. The problem with being a YouTuber is that you have to have a lot of skills. Like I spend a lot of time uh, editing my thumbnails now because uh, a thumbnail and a title are probably the most important part of a video th- at this point. Okay. Like it doesn't matter how, how good your video is if nobody's watching it. Oh my God. We, that's funny because we were talking about that just a second ago too. Oh, thumbnail. The thumbnail. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm not even going to get into this. <laughs> I don't want to rip anybody up. Well, well, Josh, this brings back to your point you were asking me. Like, I was like, what, what does it look like for a mid-tier creator? I do everything myself. So, like, I built my vocal booth out of PVC right. pipe uh, and moving blankets and stuff. Uh, so <laughs> I, I have to I, – I do the research. I write it out. I go in and, and I, I voice the script. I do the audio editing. I do mm-hmm. the video editing. I, I do the camera work. Uh, like, I have to write the titles, the tags, the th- uh, make the thumbnail. I have to market the video. I have to manage my social media presence. I have to do all of that myself. And I have to do my own taxes at the end of the year. Yeah. As, yeah. as, as, a, as a small business, I actually I have to file for all that. I have to keep track of, of all my revenue. I have to write my invoices. I, I have to do everything. Oof. I'm... God, I still have an invoice I need to write for uh, for a sponsor. <laughs> oh, and, oh, I, and I, I have to I have to communicate with the sponsors too. Yeah, because like the, they reach out to me, or at least in this case with uh, Honey is the one that I, I haven't charged yet. Mm-hmm. I reach out to them because I thought, hey, this is the perfect video for y'all. Let's make a deal. Right. And so I with the volley back and forth. Sometimes we'll be on calls, and there's a lot of like marketing stuff that way. Uh, mm-hmm. If if there are any events that I need to attend, I have I have to like negotiate back and forth. Like, okay. Can you give me flight? Can you give me flight and hotel? When am I going to get there? What does my itinerary look like? What content can we make from this? Who, so, can you, who can you set a meeting with? Let me ask you this. If you were to kind of outsource the stuff that you wanted to outsource in the ideal scenario, what would you still do yourself? If you had a whole team to do the stuff you don't want to do? Well, a whole team would, would be a pipe dream. Yeah, but, yeah. But I mean, in yeah. theory, well, hypothetically. The, the, well, the first thing, the most important thing I need is an editor because I'm not a good video editor. <laughs> I I am really good at the basics because I'm not, I'm, I'm not an artist. I don't... I, I don't really understand art, if I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. but I'm really good at the basics. And the, re- the people think my editing is good because I, I have good timing yes. and I cut like at, at good beats. And that, that's a skill that I worked up over time. But my old editor, Dylan, 
he would add a bunch of stuff that wasn't even in the script, like visuals, mm -hmm. and really up the production value just because he thought it'd be cool. I don't even think of that stuff. I I don't think outside the box, but I rock that box. I, I do I do all of the basics excellently, mm -hmm. but but I don't have that extra creative oomph that really makes something special. Right. So a video editor who that's their entire job, of course they think about it that way. Yeah. I would love to spend more time on on doing the the performance and and the research and, and writing. And then I can handle the business stuff myself. I mean, it'd be nice if I had like, uh, like if, 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 well, if I had an assistant, you know, that took care of like all my emails and right. all that, and, and, right. and also like like doubled its accounting and stuff. That'd be, that'd be nice, but I can still handle that. Mm -hmm. I, I have it down to a science. Mostly, it's just the editing takes so much work, and like I spend hours and hours and hours editing that I could be working on something else. Wow. Okay. So maybe if I had someone to do thumbnails for me would mm -hmm. be would be nice. Yeah. But but I've gotten a lot better at them, and I, I've had to teach myself a lot of skills. And part of why my videos have gotten better, uh, doing better performance wise, is because I've been spending that extra time on a thumbnail. I spent like three hours on one, just like to make it look perfect. And once my my game was up there, I saw a direct increase in views. Nice. All right. So you think you would ever? in theory, like want a team to write or do research with you? Well, I mean, I would love to have other shows just like okay. write other people like do their thing. Right. Okay. Yeah, like, like I, almost like it'd be the umbrella. To... Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, I wanted to call the channel comic Drake and friends. Oh yeah. Which, which would be cool, but, or Kinda honest, super friends. There we go. <laughs> what I'd love to do honestly is, is have a comic news website. Right. And actually good one. Not like all this other crap you see on, uh, God, <laughs> I hate comic book journalism right now. It's, it's opportunities, then. Well, but it's all bad. They're jumping on it, yeah. but but nobody's nobody reads comics. There's like a, a smash selling comic is like thirty thousand units sold just to stores. Oh, wow. That's not a lot of people. I, I'm fighting. Most of my viewers don't read comics. Right. They're, they're like the wiki audience. Yeah, like, you're like an audiobook essentially. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so there's there's not a huge market for it. But ideally, I, I would like to bring other people who who make content similar to mine and do that. And I would love to just manage a team. Yeah. Or honestly. I would love to just head up a comic arm at somebody else's company. God, I would love to. I'm so tired of being my own boss. I just want to be told what to do. I never thought I'd say this, but I've been working from home for 10 years now. I'm going stir crazy. I want an office. Wow, man. I Entrepreneurs, listen up. I want, I want somebody with like with like a plan like, hey, Drake, this this week, let's work on a Batman video. Like, let's, like when I worked with Screw Attack, we had production meetings where we would sit and pitch. We all had ideas. And then um, my boss, Craig, like, okay, we're doing that. We're doing that. Table that. And we right. had we had direction, yeah. And we we, we could we could pause things because you know I'm still getting paid. Mm -hmm. I only get paid because of ads. Us do it a nine to five hourly or a, or a salary. Mwah, that'd be nice. Oh man, benefits. So, that's the awesome. grass is greener, you know. Oh, yeah, I never thought I'd miss it. Yeah, well, that, that's good news for everyone out there. You know, working nine to five jobs. Yeah. So yeah. okay, I do want to go back to a point because okay, I'm hearing that stir crazy mentality again, which oh, is okay. Sorry, about, uh, to interrupt, let me, let me just explain it to you go real ahead. quick. Because uh, cause my, my fiance, she she just got a new job. And so she she's at work all Anna. day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she's at work all day. And then she comes home. She just wants to relax and unwind. Maybe like, like kick off her shoes, watch mm -hmm. some TV, you know, just chill. I've been at home all day. I want to leave. I want to go out to eat. I want to be anywhere but here. And so that's that's our main source of conflict. It's like she comes, oh, I'm so tired. Okay, great. So do we want to go like get reservations somewhere? You're like a dog. Yeah, I am. I am so stir crazy. Right. Okay, I got you. I've okay. I've actually experienced that before. So not with you, but yeah, I've, I've seen that interaction. That the way you explained it just now is perfect. Mm -hmm. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so my thing was going to ask you like. Because of how it seems taxing that this is, 
Can you go through the history of like how you got to this point? Because I remember, okay, so we're going incel first. Yeah. Incel three. <laughs> he has an idea. He starts doing podcasting. But then you were talking about like you went into depression. That's when I ran. Yeah. So, so how uh, that happened? Okay. So what ended up happening is that the the TLDR, which is still going to be pretty long, of uh of my my career in video is that uh you know I my dad had a, had a camera growing up and I, and I would make little home movies, but uh you know just whatever. Um, most of of the skills that I learned, I actually got running a Pokemon role playing forum. There you I'm, go. I'm working on a video on that because it was it was the internet's largest one for a while. Oh no! <laughs> wait, running it? Like, yeah, I mod or just like actually? I, I created like. So wait, wait well, people uh, talking like they were Pokemon? No, no. Uh, you said role player. I mean, it, 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 it was trainers. Okay. How many different languages were no, there? In no, I, I, uh, I I'm working on a video going into explaining this in, in great detail, but um, but a lot of that was a. Uh, that's how I got into game design too, because I, I found these role playing forums on Neopets.com oh, back in the day. Shout out to Neopets. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my my trainer, the o, my OC named Blaze, because you know I was twelve and that was edgy. Four twenty Blaze. Yeah, that, that's when I, that's when I found uh, the forums, and so it was more dedicated. And then I made my own, and that I got I, I built that game from the ground up, and it it blew up pretty big in two thousand and five, two thousand seven. Uh-huh. That, that area, I, I I put microtransactions on it. Ooh, I, that was ahead of its time. It was very ahead of its time. Like I, I and I started introducing premium items that that impacted gameplay. So you were, it was pay to win. Did you make bit. enough money to get the FBI interested? No. <laughs> I mean, I was in I was in uh, like a, like a sophomore in high school when I put those on, oh, and, and I I, mo- I only made like a, a few grand, and and honestly, just off of a few rich kids that, that were doing that. But the whales, yeah, yeah. But but I made uh, I, I was starting to make content to advertise my forum. So I would be like, oh, here's my trailer for for the thing, and it's like, oh, here's like I take a lot of Pokemon right. footage of like, oh, from this like, yeah, be come on a Pokemon voyage at zetaboards.com. So Pokemon voyage. Nice. So I, I did a lot of. I, I even had a podcast for for the for the forum Once back again, in 2005. Ahead of its time, well, man. It, it was early adopter. It was done like in the because there was a there there were radio towers from uh, it, on, in my regions. So like you know from Crystal and Goldenrod City, that right. I, I had one of those, and so uh, my my region had KNJI News, and and I, I oh. all of my site the the new upcoming events and stuff, I, I presented them as a, a so anchor. What, that's, that's what exactly was this? Was this like just a forum? It, it was just a forum. Like I made this game. It was basically it's it was Dungeons like text based game. Yeah, it was text based Dungeons and Dragons essentially okay. that I, I built from the ground up. Uh, I adapted a lot of uh, all the stuff and. You, you like you go into the you have your users they type something in and they have uh, a, a admin or a moderator is their dungeon master walking through. Oh okay. And so uh, and like we had two regions and sixteen gyms and we we had like oh, okay. we that had events. That sounds way cooler than I was thinking. Yeah. I, I thought it was literally like just a form of people typing and being like I'm an ace trainer. No 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 no. no. <laughs> and, Replied one week ago. Well, 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 well like like you, you start off and you get your starter and then you go and like uh you you have like a dedicated page where you would like all your stats would be we traded up and, like right. you had you had a PC so all your Pokemon you weren't using were there and. It, Wow, it, it was very intense, and I, I learned a lot of stuff to facilitate this. Like I, I had, I had to learn HTML code for it, for example, to to dress up the site using all the different skins. I had to learn, uh, I had to learn Photoshop because I was creating custom like sprites mm-hmm. for right. for everything, and like I, I that's why mm-hmm. I got into game design is because like, I. I Worked my like I built the system up for a good while, and uh, I'm actually working on converting that into a D20 system for actual gameplay. There you go. And I, I God, I have so much nostalgia for this. But <laughs> but uh, a lot of those skills I learned through there. And when I was on uh, the chat box that I had at the bottom, the reason we had microtransactions in the first place was people could donate so we could keep the chat box running, oh, gotcha. which was it was like before Discord. It would just be like like a little like group chat mm-hmm. that would be at the bottom. Um, 
And this guy, I, I wanted to be a voice actor. I was terrible at it, but the, really, I was actually thinking about it earlier on the podcast. I was like, I feel like you could pull that off. I feel like that's part well, of what you I, do when now. I, right? When I was younger, I was terrible at it. I, okay. I, I, I did do an audition of Funimation that didn't go anywhere, but uh, but I, I had no skills whatsoever. But back then, I pompously thought that I could do it. And so one of my my users was talking about this new thing called machinima that people were doing, like oh, people, no. people, people were making videos yep. in uh in these games. And so this guy was part going to be a part of a new series that was coming out that this. This guy with like 500 subs was working on, which is huge numbers. And he was like, yeah, you know, they're auditioning characters. Like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll audition for Link. And and I that I got into stuff that way, and I didn't like how he was running it. So I, I tried making my own machine. Well, Link doesn't talk. Right. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you're perfect. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, oh man! But this machinima wasn't going anywhere, and I didn't like how it was going. I was like, so my, for my birthday, I was like, Mom, can I get a capture card? I want to dazzle, can, can I, so I can record my brawl footage. And I'm going to make my own Smash Brothers machinima, and that didn't wow. go anywhere. So, but then my my friend introduced me to this new concept called Let's Plays, Ooh. Mm. where you, where you just play video games and talk over it, and like, oh, great! And so I started doing that. And I started getting subs. And it's funny because I hate Let's Plays. I hated them then. I hate them now. <laughs> I don't like watching other people play video games. I agree. But I was I, I was egotistical enough that I was fine with other people listening to me play them. There you go. I mean, yo, people enjoy it for yeah. whatever reason. Uh, I mean, I don't get it, but I don't, but I was happy to get the views. I, man, yeah. I got I got a thousand subs. I was ooh, I was balling. I was I was balling rolling the subs. It, it, it really confused me. Like here's the thing: I'm cool with it. I completely cool. I'm, I'm completely cool with people making money. However, they want to make money. You talking about cool. like let's plays? Yeah, and I'm completely cool with however people whatever people find interesting. Yes, my brother does a Twitch channel right now. Yeah, he's got I think a little bit over a hundred, maybe ninety something subscribers. Yeah, that's what's up. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah, because he he does coding and stuff at his job, but he's yeah. He's like a guy. He's got his rap music playing like low, yeah, and, low and, and, in the background. If, make, if he's if he likes making it, that's yeah. the most important thing. And that's the thing. Like he enjoys doing it. I don't understand the people who like literally log in because like we'll be playing games. He's like, "Hey, Josh, give me a heads up. I'm about to start streaming." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "All right, cool, cool, cool." So we're playing, and people are like talking, and like, "Yo, is is your brother like how long has he been playing the game?" And they're like talking to him, and I'm mm-hmm. like. Why don't y'all do, like in my head? I'm like, don't y'all have anything, right. other things to do? I'm not mad yeah. at them. Like they they're cool. Yeah, but it's it's strange Look, to me a little it, bit. It's not hurting anybody if, if that's exactly. what, if that's what they like. Cool, but like I I don't I don't even enjoy streaming because for me, God, I. I I love to play video games by myself. I play video games to get away from people. When I used to like deliver pizza, some of the guys were like, "Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna all play uh play Call of Duty after work. You want to play?" Wesley, I have enough time with you here. The last thing I want to do. <laughs> Wait, he was a work friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking work friend. I, I was like, the last thing I want to do is, <laughs> is hang out guy. with y'all after work. Yeah, no, hundred well, percent. I think it's a, a different perspective that y'all are missing with the playing a game versus like watching someone else play. Like, I know you're an older brother, right? Your yeah, younger brother ever watch you play? Just like yeah, he yeah, and but he's like doing other stuff. But I don't, I don't like that either because I don't like backseat gamers, and and that's why right, I, right. I hate streaming because then like my audience like oh we'll do this, and I'll, I'm infuriating to watch play because like uh, <laughs> you, you ever played Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Yes, I never fast traveled. Just old school. Dude, I did the same thing with three. I want to look at every little thing okay. and I want to be immersed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, That's fair. It's annoying to watch me play games. Right. And I get it. And and I'm like, good, I didn't want you to watch me anyway. Are you the guy who like and if there's like passages in the wall, like you run around the whole I go the opposite direction of anywhere I'm supposed to go. Oh and so like I think the right way is right, I'm gonna go left. And just yeah. like, I'm that guy too. Okay. Reach the end of the map. <laughs> yeah. So but like I know I like I I didn't really enjoy making Let's Plays, but they were getting views, so I did that. And then eventually, uh, I was still doing that when I got hired at Screw Attack, uh, because I, I I was listening to one of their podcasts, Side Scrollers, and then John St. John coming, and now at the Screw Attack headquarters in Dallas, Texas. Oh. I'm like, oh, I live in Dallas, Texas. Oh. 
And I was about to graduate high school. I'm like, hey, Mr. Schistemus, I, uh, I, I make videos. I'm on my school's TV show. Uh, I would like to do an internship. Oh, good for you. And, and so I reached out, and he's like, yeah, cool. And then uh, so you have two months of school left. Uh, when you're done, come, come on over. Like, well, he interviewed me, and, and we were good. Oh, I, sh- oh, I showed him my portfolio. Wow. Yeah. And uh, so the, the day I graduated, I was like, hey, cool. And he's like, yeah, come on over. We're, we're going to be at E3, but we'll have two guys there. So uh, you, you guys, like, you can run cameras wow, and stuff. very nice, man. I, I was hustling from the, the get-go. And I, I mostly devoted my time to Screw Attack. I still made Let's Plays on occasion, but then I stopped because I realized I never liked making them. And I started moving towards other gaming content. Like, I started mm. making top tens and stuff. And that's my, my video game channel started getting more broad because of that. Okay. But my responsibilities at Screw Attack uh, as an intern, I, I then got hired on part-time, then I got hired on full-time. Uh, part of my responsibility was to manage the community tab. So other people would submit their content, and then I would pick who goes to the front page. And I saw mm. this new show that this guy made, uh, a guy named Matt Pat, would throw out this show called Game Theory. Right. Here's this episode on how does Chrono Trigger's time travel work. Like, oh, it's a really cool video. And I messaged him on the on our Screw Tech forum, and I was like, hey, man, I love this video. It's so cool. I just want to let you know I'm going to promote it at uh, at 6 o'clock. It, you, can, you can expect it on, on the front page. And it's like, oh, wow, thank you so much. And yeah. I did that with everybody because I was like, hey, just let you know. Keep an eye out. So if you want to screenshot it, whatever. Right. And so Matt and I became friends. Then game theory started getting bigger, and and I was I was friends with them from literally the first episode, mm-hmm. and I was watching an episode one day at home, and he was doing this video on uh, crossovers and how it's so cool. It's a six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but with video games. And then he says at the end of the video, like, I challenge you, connect as many video games as you can, and and we'll see how big this web can get. It's so like, yeah, okay. So I spent the the rest of the night doing it. And I made this big old list. I'm like, wow, that's a that's a lot of info. I can make a show out of this. Uh-huh. So I did. And I, 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 uh, I did some mock-ups I sent it to Matt, uh, and he was like, that's really cool. Like, maybe would you like to come on and do this on Game Theory? But I also – I told ScrewAttack, like, hey, I have the show, and they wanted it too, but they didn't – Oh, want- fuck. And I had a non-compete. <laughs> oh, okay. And they didn't really okay. – they weren't really like, – they didn't believe in it the same way that I did, and I I, I won't Screw deny. Attack didn't. Yeah, I, I I did a lot of the development for the first like for the general concept at ScrewAttack HQ. So if anything, they did have a bit of a legal right to it, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really feeling it, and so uh, I was like, hey, I'm I'm not really feeling this. So because Matt sent me the contract for like the, the bring bring the show to the game theorists, mm-hmm. and and I told my boss like this is what I've been offered. I'd like to do this, and he's like. Tell you what, you do the first, uh, you do you do an episode a month for six months. We'll put it on ScrewAttack first, and then we'll cut you loose. So that's what right. I did, and I, I I quit working for ScrewAttack. I, I I was delivering pizza instead. I was making about the same money. It was minimum wage both times. But uh, <laughs> yeah, struggle. Listen, <laughs> listen. They weren't paying me shit. They, anyway. they, they, they weren't paying me shit, and and I I, I was recently out of high school. Uh, they I didn't think they they really thought that I was trying to build a savings and stuff. And I was having a hard home life, and I was trying to like get it, move out of the house and stuff. I was I was doing college too. It, it was just real rough, and I wasn't getting the money, and I was making more money through tips. So oh. I made the show anyway for ScrewAttack. I, I never got paid for it. They just promoted it to the, to the front. So they got free views and they got to list it as an original. But then I had six episodes. So when Matt was like, hey, well, when you're done, we'll, we'll, you have six episodes in the backlog. We'll upload those on the Game Theorist. That way, that's six months. You don't have to do work. And you can just make stuff like in the meantime. So yeah. did that launch on Game Theorist. Crossover was the show. It blew up. It, it was good. Having a grand time. Uh, but then... It started kind of winding down. It, like People were starting to get a little bored of it. There was only so much we could do with the show. We tried doing some spinoffs. Like, oh, we'll do a timeline episode. We'll do like a, a lightning what round. What was the show about? It was just connecting video games to each other through character-to-character crossovers. Gotcha. So, like, uh, you know, our first episode was Gears of War to, uh, to Mario. 
and like so like here like through smash brothers through lost planet all this and that we're able to connect then we did one on kingdom hearts to minecraft and we did one on uh banjo kazooie to dynasty warriors oh wow <laughs> and so like just it, it was a fun concept but it but it wore thin really quick especially when right. we started using the same games like people were getting mad you're like oh you can't use smash brothers for everything that's too cheap I'm like fuck right. you it's my rules the content to get to the other world is kind of difficult. Yeah, and so it, it was starting to wind down. But I was also doing stuff on on Trailer Drake. I, I was doing uh, like like reviews of games, and I was doing like top ten lists, stuff like that. Having a good time diversifying my stuff. Uh, that's when I got into Comic Drake. So I started re- reading comics around that time. I started making that on my Trailer Drake channel. Then I realized, oh, people like video games. They don't like comic books, vice versa. Let's hmm. make a separate channel. Interesting. I, I, I boosted Comic Drake with my following because I had like 50,000 subs on right. Trailer Drake. So I got 5K my first day of Comic Drake because I got 10% of people came over. That grew into a big thing because there was nobody to compete with. There's hundreds of thousands of people making gaming content. There's like five people making comic content. So Comic Drake became more popular than Trailer Drake almost overnight. So that's where I, I shifted my focus. I did all my gaming stuff on, on game theory. Do you still deal with Trailer Drake really or not? It's, really? it's dead. It, I, 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 keep, I keep trying to come up with an idea for it, like what I'm going to do, and it, it never pans out. It's smarter for me to start a new channel from scratch. Did you kind of just feel, like, do you feel like that kind of just like died for you? Like, yeah, it, it did. Like, well, because I, I wasn't really feeling gaming content anymore because like a lot of the gamers in my comments were just assholes and it wasn't fun to deal with. And I, <laughs> I, I was having more fun with Comic Drake. I couldn't juggle Game Theory, Trailer Drake, and Comic Drake at the same time. And like, like I said, every so often I'll make a new video on there, but then people are like, oh, I forgot to subscribe to this asshole. So they'll unsubscribe. So I'm almost my 100. <laughs> you losing followers? Oh, oh no, absolutely. Subscribers. Like I, I was over 100,000 subs, and I, any day now I'm gonna dip down under 100k. Now my plaque is gonna be useless now. Uh, I have that shiny you get plaque. It back. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm wondering if I get back up there, can I get another one? <laughs> but yeah. but you know it, it's fine. Trailer Drake, it it, it, it served a purpose. It, right. it it was fine. That was my that was still my old Let's Play channel back when I was Super Sane 101, and then I rebranded to Trailer Drake. <laughs> um. But then when I was on when I was on Game Theory, I noticed it was winding down. Uh, I was playing this new game that came out, uh, which was a uh, Kirby Triple Deluxe for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm playing it, and I realize, oh, hey, this move that Kirby's doing that that he has that in Smash Bros. Oh, and this move is also in Smash Bros. I should make a show where I explain where all the move set in Smash Bros. come People from and their that. origins, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. so that my show Smash History came as a result. I was doing that on on Trailer Drake. Wait, Smash History is yours? Yeah. Oh yeah, who's doing it now? Nobody. It's, it's dead. Oh, oh, you're you're thinking of Know Your Moves by my buddy uh, Relax Relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he Relax Relax has a great intro. His intro uh, little oh, little beatboxing is dope. One of the reasons I don't do I don't do uh, Smash History anymore is because like he's better than I could ever hope to be. Okay. There was no point, and I was also getting tired of it anyway. So yeah. I, I, I'm I'm totally fine with him taking that. And I I've even been on Know Your Moves and vice versa. So like we're cool, but uh. Uh, originally, I was, Smash History was just going to be on Trailer Drake. It was going to be my new show, and I was gonna, it was going to be all my own, my own baby, and I was going to grow my channel that way. Mm-hmm. So I sent it to Matt to uh, to get opinions. Like, hey, this is a new show I'm working on. I'd love to. I, I want this to be as polished as possible for episode one. He's like, this is so good. I want it on Game Theory. So then I did that, and Matt didn't want us to have two shows at the same time. So Crossover got axed. Smash History came on up. We tried bringing Crossover back. It didn't really work out uh, in the same way, and my contract with Game Theory ended not too long after. But I, but I did Smash History for like two years and like million views an episode. Nice. And yeah, it was it was a grand time. And once I left uh, Game Theory, I've been working on Comic Drake full time ever since. Oh shit! Okay. So it, it's it's a really weird roller coaster, and I have a very unique story because I, I I lucked out with a lot of my my opportunities. Where did it get bad to where you were like, I gotta kill myself? That's heavy. Uh, well, There's other things that go on. Well, yeah, like, where did it get that bad? Well, okay. Well, I mean. I mean 
I, I'm totally cool talking about all this because, like, I don't believe in, in, the, in the stigma of mental health. I feel like that part of the reason why it's so bad is because nobody like, wants to talk about it. But I, I, I have chemical depression. I, I have a, a, a chemical imbalance. Yeah, I, okay. my, my brain doesn't produce enough. Uh, I forget if it's serotonin or so dopamine. No, like no one can tell you you were just depressed. Like yeah. you were going through stuff because. Well, yeah, like I, you I, are. I'm like it, it's part of me. Like right. I, like I used to take medication for it, but I, but I mean, I, I've, I've been suicidal for most of my life. Like my first attempt was when I was seven. So. Oh man. Yeah, it, it, like that. That one in 2016 was not my first, nor is it like my, my fifth. That's interesting because, like, I, from what I understand, uh, normally it starts developing around the time of like early 20s to late teens. Mm. So if you were feeling it before that, like that's. That's crazy. Yeah, no, like I, I had a pretty serious attempt when I when I was uh, a freshman in high school. Uh, honestly, that was more successful. Uh, that was a bigger attempt than any I've ever had. Just like the the one in, in like twenty two thousand nine was like the worst. So there was nothing that really triggered it. It was just like it, I mean, I mean, like I, I I had a, I had a shitty life and uh, in, from my perspective, and, and there was a lot of stuff going okay. on. But uh, just in general, I, I wasn't good at handling my my crap. But uh, but yeah, like. It, 2016 was just a bad time for me personally. Like I, I was having like fights with with my my fiance at the time, and then I, there was stress from all that. I felt like I skipped my 20s because I was like 21, and I, I felt like I was an old man, and I wasn't I wasn't going out anymore, and I felt like I wasn't I wasn't cool or fun. Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of stuff. Uh, frankly, I just I needed to have life experience, and I didn't. I, I rushed. I got rushed into an like an adult. I was running a company when I was 21. Yeah. And I had an employee. Like uh, there was, there was too much and I, it was too much for me to handle and I didn't have enough life experience to go over it. Right. So that's, that's kind of why all that happened. And then, and then it didn't help that, that my, my ex left me shortly after. So right. it, it was a rough period, but thankfully I'm like a saying, I bounce back harder every time. And people, and that, that's, that was really sucked because whenever, uh, I was bad in the algorithm for that year, everybody was saying my content was better than ever, but YouTube wasn't pushing it. Because mm-hmm. I, I channeled all, all that into something. The reason I got into YouTube in the first place was was because I was depressed and I was using it as a creative outlet right. when I was in high school. And that, that's that's why. Right. So the, YouTube has always been super personal for me. I haven't, I haven't been not working on a video for like over 10 years. I've always been – I've had a video in production for mm-hmm. more than half my life. That's cool. That's no, cool. it's stress. <laughs> but I mean, just to have that, you know, kind of as an accomplishment, like you're yeah. always pr- producing something for somebody else. I think that's cool. Yeah. But I mean, but, but think about this though. Like, uh, I'm only at two, two, uh, 260,000 subs right now. And like, that's still small time. I've been at this for over 10 years and I'm still, I'm still f- floundering out there. But I mean, if you think about how many people the average person has contact with in their entire life, mm-hmm. it's probably not in the hundred thousands. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've so, had, I mean, like, honestly, Okay, I don't know everything that's going on in your life, but you are able to pay for your apartment and things oh, like yeah. that. That's most people have actual jobs. Yeah, do that. So well, let's, well, let's just take a moment to be like, you know what, good shit. But it is an actual. Job. Yeah, let me take a second because it is an actual job. But I, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, a nine to five. Well, because no, well, like I pay my taxes and I and I, I work about eighty hours a week on content. Mm-hmm. Like if we break it break down like my my earnings, I make less than minimum wage. In oh, the, how in much the, in, you're putting in? Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I wish that I could just stop working. I wish like I could like a clock out and do anything else. Like I, I have played, I have not played less video games in my entire life. Cause I don't have time for it. I'm always oh, working. Sad. I see less movies. Oh. I see less friends because most of my time is spent working. You think having Chris, uh, the guy we're talking about earlier. Yeah. But, it, but help out a not, bit? not too much. An editor would help. Cause I, the best balance I had was whenever I was able to afford an editor too. That's I was able to do game theory, trailer Drake and comic Drake and still have a life. Because I had somebody else editing. Cut back on those. Having an editor would be huge because I'll take off. Okay. Right, and so I would actually be able to balance again if I had that, but I can't afford it at the moment. So I'm trying to work up to getting to that point. Now, thankfully, I'm getting close to where every video, like 
every video or every other video is basically getting sponsored at this point. That's where most of my money comes from. Awesome. Gotcha. Which is real nice. But there we go. I need the views to stay up so the sponsors want to stay relevant. Yeah. Like, like if, if I'm not making the views, they don't care. Hmm. But normally, most of the money is sponsored. Like, I, I don't promote my Patreon anymore as people feel like that's e-begging. Like, <laughs> it helps right. without a doubt, but, but I'm, not, I'm not pushing it as hard as I used to because I, I used to push like, hey, I'm not making the money to support myself on ad revenue alone because I really don't. Right. And so, but because I have the sponsors, I feel shitty promoting a sponsor and then begging for people for money afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's still there as a tip jar if people want to. But if if the sponsors dry up, I'm gonna have to start promoting that again and really pushing it. And that's right, that's why right. I, I haven't asked anybody in like a year and a half for anything. It's the only time I do is when I'm streaming, people give me like like super chats or bits. I'm like, hey, hey, thank you. But on Patreon, I'm giving you exclusive content. So I want to give you something back. That's the only time I ever mention Patreon. It's whenever I'm when they're just giving me money. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't think I earned right. that. Right. Well, I think you're like providing a public service of sorts, right? Yeah, but but still, like I mean, if they're going to give me money, I want to give them something back. Okay, and that's yeah, why that's I that's why I think Patreon is important. I think like, you're giving them content. That's why they're giving you money. Sure, but uh, but yeah. I want but I want to give them extra. Like they're giving me money for watching. Hey, the, if you want to give extra, Drake, I don't know what to tell you, man. You're doing <laughs> a lot of work. You're doing the work. They're but, giving but, you money. You're like, hey, man, I don't deserve this. Well, that, but that's Take it's it. true though, because like they're giving me money for watching the ads. No, they're not. They're, they have ad blocker. Let's be, let's real. be real. Let's yeah. be let's be real. But but like. <laughs> For the people that don't have ad blocker, like they're promoting, like watching my videos is promoting me in the algorithm. And maybe they're giving me like a fraction of a cent every time they watch a video, but that's still important. I'm not going to ask them for money. I, I never oh, ask, right. I never ask people for money anymore because right now I'm living okay. I'm, I'm not rich. I'm not even like middle class, but I'm living comfortably. I cut a lot of my expenses. I still have, it's an apartment. I don't have a house, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't have any investments or anything, <laughs> but I'm not going to ask people for money. I'm, I'm trying to earn it. Right, and and I I just yeah I don't feel comfortable when I when I did need it, in order to produce the content I did ask. Mm-hmm. I think like the tip jar kind of idea is like where a lot of entertainment's gonna go. Sure, especially music. Oh yeah, know, absolutely. Whereas you know a lot of the concerts is their main revenue source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That depends. I well, mean, if we're looking at like uh, the the road crew and then the venue takes their cut, like there's a lot of artists been, they lose money on tours. No, that's it. He was saying like um a lot of artists now like they make most money on tour because they don't they don't sell a lot records right. because like people just download it right. But I'm, I'm saying like like the but the even tour, tours cost tour. money to, to to create to oh, put right, on right, and course. so like like even like the ticket sales sometimes artists still don't make any money from touring and it's like the merch is like the only revenue yeah. that goes straight to them exactly so and, like they have they have to sell merch like t-shirts and and like albums that's wild man. yeah it just just, it just buying the ticket is, isn't always enough it's crazy being a think... rock star rap star doesn't sound like nearly as dope anymore right i mean it needs to have this type of mentality where we're kind of sponsoring something oh yeah no that's exactly what it is it's patronage exactly yeah i think that's you know where the future of a lot of entertainment is going to be and the more closer the faster we can get to it the better stuff we're going to get out but we don't always have the money to support everybody like i i, I support people on patreon like I, mm-hmm. I make sure to do that but i can't afford to give every creator that i watch money even a dollar a month because right. I, I i consume so much goddamn youtube <laughs> so much same but the creators that, that i really li- like the most uh or at least the ones that i think i like i believe in the messages that they're putting out those are the ones i get i get patreon support to like um like Jim Sterling, he does a lot of uh, like video game stuff. He does. He's like one of the only game journalists, quote unquote, that I, that I enjoy, and, mm. and he tells it like it is. Like he calls out loot boxes and all that bullshit. And his show has no ads. His videos have no ads whatsoever. It's all fan supported. Right. So I paid. I paid for that. Like uh, people like uh, like Lindsay Ellis, Philosophy Two, people like that. I, I give them like a, like a dollar a month because I like the content. They're like high level educational content. Mm-hmm. If I could 
like throw a buck to everybody I, I, I watch every, every show on YouTube or out every musician that I listen to, mm -hmm. God, I'd have no money. <laughs> I mean, they could do something like, you know, how they have YouTube red. I'm not sure oh, no, what it, you think. YouTube red it. is, it gets more money for, for the, the, right. the people. But I, I could imagine they could give like a theoretical, you know, amount to the, the viewer, like $5 yeah. and you could kind of give that to whoever you wanted to like kind of Twitch prime. Oh, style. absolutely. If more people had YouTube red, we wouldn't be worrying about the adpocalypse. Oh, okay. Which I mean, I don't, I've never been hit by, by demonetization. No, knock on wood, but I, I'm, I make family friendly stuff, but not too family friendly. So I, <laughs> You're right in the perfect zone. I, I've never been hit by any of that. The inhabitable zone of yeah. YouTube. <laughs> Which is what, great. What are the markers? It's cussing and what else? It's like sexual content, uh, like LGBT content gets hit, firearms, uh, graphic violence. But if you're too kid friendly, you also get hit. Yeah, because now if you're too kid friendly, uh, COPPA will hit you because it's, 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 it's this new, well, it's not a new regulation. It's been going on since the, the I think the late 80s, early 90s, but like uh, advertising and kids content. It's the Children's Online Protection P. It's two P's. Children's Online Protection Parental Act. Protection? Parent, yeah, maybe, like, but some, something, something act. Right. And it's... Uh, Back in back in the in the the old days, you could just sell kids anything through media. Privacy protection. Privacy protection. Okay, yeah. cool. And so, uh, like shows like Transformers were just giant commercials right. for, for toys. For toys. Yeah. And now you can't do that. There are there are limits to how you can do it. And people like like Logan Paul, for example, have heavily marketed kids content. It's not appropriate. It's it's mostly advertisement. And so that's been a big hit right now. Like these channels aren't getting premium ads anymore. They're not uh, they're not getting comments anymore. It's it's a scary time. I don't have to worry about that. I've I've never fallen into that area. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm li I'm living fine. But for other people, they need stuff like Patreon to support. Like if they if they talk about non-ad friendly stuff, well, then they need that support or right. something like YouTube Red or YouTube Premium is, is now. Uh yeah. Th that's another way you can support without ha without having to rely on advertisers. If, if everybody on YouTube paid a subscription service, then all of us creators would be making more money and we can make more content. How much is YouTube Red? It's like uh like seven bucks a month I think. It also comes with uh Google, Google Play Music. Yeah, that's, which, how I get which, it. that's ex exclusively what I use yeah. for my music stuff. I don't use Spotify. I use that because it comes with it. Right. And it comes with like uh, I think it comes with YouTube TV. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Is Google Play better than Spotify? Would you say? It's. I, I don't really use Spotify, so I don't know. Mm. I've used both, and I think Spotify has a lot of kind of unique stuff. Like they have all the playlist sharing. They have a lot of community stuff, but. As far as like actual interface stuff, I like Google Play. Music I mean, better. I I, use, I have a Google phone, so like Google's got me by the balls. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Pre Full circle. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. So, but so like, but uh, it's going away. They're going to YouTube I, Music, right? Yeah, I know, and I hate it. But like, but it's built into my phone, so it just makes a lot of sense. Right. And, it makes uh, sense. And 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 like, so I get ad free stuff, and I get like exclusive content from like like Will Smith had a show, I think, on there, and mm -hmm. like the Vsauce okay. guy. Yeah, had... v, the v, yeah, uh, Minefield or Mindscape. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Show. God, such a great show. Like, and so like, you get a lot of value from it, and the creators get more money. Okay. So that that's I personally use I watch so much YouTube. I watch hours and hours and hours a day while right. I work that it I, I can't It's almost its own television. Like it's, it's I can't it's afford thing, to watch ads. Honestly. I got time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I, I watch way too much YouTube. But there's so much learning going on now. It's mm -hmm. great. You can learn like anything you want. Oh, I, I watch oh, almost yeah. exclusively educational content. I have moved to that and that's kinda of why my content as far as as far as um comic stuff has slowed down. Mm -hmm. I used to be very into like I just gotta learn all this comic history. Right. This is great. And then I was like I should probably learn about politics. I subscribed to a, a mm -hmm. couple news outlets, and I was like, "Oh, I should probably learn more about 
you know, like the rat thing I was learning about yeah. this morning. I just oh, want yeah. to learn about everything I can find, possibly learn, because it's right. But I, I feel stupid. If I'm 80 years old and all I can talk to you about is comics, yeah. I'm going to feel dumb. <laughs> no, my fiance will come home and, and I'll be like, hey, babe, how, how was work today? And she'll tell me, like, so what did you learn today? Like, okay, so I learned about how uh, how air conditioners work. And, uh, you know, I, I learned about the geopolitical uh, environment in Brazil. And <laughs> <laughs> good. I, I learned about, uh, like, how astrology took its roots in, in modern American society. Like, <laughs> but see, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be useful, like, when you become old and you no, have I, I have. I have a shit ton of surface level information. I'm good at trivia games. And that's yeah, not there it. you go. Uh-huh. I'm with you on that. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> you'll be somewhat useful. You'll, you'll at least be able to like. If your kid asks you a question, you're gonna be like, "Well, well you know what? Listen." I have context, and and, and I right. I now know where to go if I want more information. Exactly, yeah. but yeah. also you have but, reference points. But not a lot of this. YouTube, there are problems. Like not all these YouTube channels are getting their information 100 percent correct. 100. And, and we need that. We need to uh, hold them accountable whenever they do get stuff wrong. We need to fact check them. And a lot of us do have a lot of blind faith in this. That's yeah, true. Yeah. If it's on YouTube and it's like pretty universally praised, I kind of feel like it's true. But that's not always. I know that, that's I not always like, the case. That could be a challenge. Just straight um, lying. No, that's that's a really big point because like a lot of times they don't even uh, put down their sources, right? Right. Yeah, so, just... and the thing is, it's weird because even when you get a source, if you just list a book, like you're like, "Well, I read it here." Like, who's to say that guy had it right? You know what that, I mean? Well, that's exactly the thing. I was I was watching a two hour video. Going over this this uh, kind of racist science book called the Bell Curve about it was it was all about how uh, you know uh, white people are the most intelligent because of like biology reasons and and but it's cited by a lot of these people right. and so and so it, it this guy got stuff wrong like we 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 know that's not mm-hmm. the truth I mean unless you really believe I actually that. went into that I, I I went over something I was looking into this stuff too see our YouTube knowledge is absolutely coming together. Uh, <laughs> I was uh, looking at it because I was trying to figure that out. I was like, I wasn't opposed to understand that idea. I was like, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like we're different, you know. Like we were raised different. I was like, maybe sure. it developed that way. Possibly, we're not really different. We're the same race, but you know what I mean. Um, so I was looking into it, and I realized that like what happened with the IQ test was uh, back. I think it was in the eighties or the seventies. They would have black people take IQ tests, but they would ask them on the test. They would like kind of reference things they didn't even understand. Right, and like, it, it, it was judging more of like of academic learning as opposed to just in general intelligence. And they right. were already at a lower. Like, it's like we'll say you were from a middle income family in the eighties or seventies. Sure. So you know what a ruby is. You know what a pearl is because mm-hmm. your mom probably has one. Uh, black kids didn't have rubies and things like that, so they'd be like, "Roses are red." Like, they would ask a question, and they or they'd be like, "Roses are like," and it'd be like, "What? What is it closest to?" And it'd be like, "Ruby, uh, amethyst, something." And they would just answer wrong because they didn't even know what the fuck a ruby was. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, they're like, "Oh, black people are retarded." <laughs> Essentially, well, but also, I, mean, I do well, a lot of work with standardized tests, and it comes down to you know familiarity and a lot of points. Oh, absolutely, or, and, and that's just a difference in education because it's really it's a lot of nurture over over nature. Your but, parents, right? But 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 this book was preaching that that it, it was it was nature over nurture yeah, and, and dropping the red pill on people. Oh, and, yeah. and, and so unfortunately, <laughs> you know, that this this stuff keeps getting like parroted over and over and over again. Nobody's checking their facts, and so now that's how we have common misconceptions. Right. It's funny when the source is like the YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's it circular. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and I hate it. And so that's why, like, you know, we we can't just. I mean, I, I I'm tuned into this educational content all the time, and and I'm sure. I pass along this information at a party or something uh, w- without doing my due diligence, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm a part of that. That's okay. I, I, was, uh, I, was, I was reading this, uh, this post on Facebook uh, yesterday about this guy was smoking weed with a friend he hadn't seen in a long time. And so then uh, the, guy, the guy swallows the roach. And he's like, what, why? He's like, oh, it gets you 10 times higher. And then he goes, oh, wait, I told him that 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, dude, this guy's probably swallowed like a thousand roaches. <laughs> Maybe he does get you high. But, but, but that's the thing. It's like, it's like he told him that yeah. as a joke. And so 
Like so he's burning his lungs right. the whole time. And he just, he, just, he just never double checked. And it's because this one guy said said this dumbass thing as a joke, and now this guy's been believing it and probably told it a billion other people. If he does it, then people are like, oh, it must work. He's actually right. doing it. Yeah. And so, and that's the kind of misinformation that spreads. And and maybe all the educational content I watch is bullshit. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not fact checking it. <laughs> there's this one uh, psychology experiment. The rat one reminded me of it. Okay, so there's five monkeys, right? They're in mm-hmm. a room. And there's a ladder in the middle of the room with a banana on the top. But as soon as the monkey climbs up, they spray all the monkeys with water. So after a while, whenever a monkey tries to climb up, they start spraying them. And then the other monkeys beat them up. (laughs) So if one monkey tries to climb up, they beat them up. And no one is allowed up. And then slowly they'll replace one monkey uh, and then do the same experiment. And then he'll try to go up every time they introduce a new monkey and they'll beat him up. And then eventually the whole room is full of new monkeys who have never seen the sprinklers turned Mm -hmm. on. And then whenever one of them tries to climb up, they'll still beat him up, even though they don't know why. So I looked up this experiment, and there's a thread debating on if it's real or not. And this guy says, uh, it's not a real experiment. The source. Everyone in this thread told me it wasn't real when I got here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what are they? That sounds ridiculous. It's not real. Apparently, it was like, the source is a self-help book. Yeah. Where they just made up this experiment. Yeah. Like, like in, in... You, oh you can, well, you can publish anything, especially with right. a vanity press, and so and that's like the reason Soy Boy is a thing right now. It's, it's based off of heavily like bad science. Like soy doesn't create like it, it doesn't create estrogen in the way that people think it is. It creates, oh right, and and that's why like oh well, yeah, you Soy Boy, you eat all the soy, and that's why you're such a girly boy. And it's like. And it's also funny because like they call me a soy boy when I'm I, I naturally have a high metabolism, which is exactly a like a, a feed testosterone. Up. Yeah, that's testosterone. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's it's generally larger dudes that have an increase in in estrogen, which is what causes man boobs. And the, and these are the same people that are telling me I'm a soy boy. <laughs> and it's because like it's based off misinformation. Like people go like, oh, I'm alpha as fuck. But like, even the guy who created the alpha male dichotomy in, in when he was setting this wolf, it, he was wrong. Those were just a family. It wasn't an alpha. That was a mom. Yeah. <laughs> And that man's so alpha. Oh shit, he's pregnant. <laughs> like this, this, this that's mis- not alpha. That's manly, though. This misinformation goes and it evolves, and then we we base our entire society on it. Like you have an entire like you have an entire subgroup of these alpha male pickup artist dudes, red pill guys, like that are all based on flawed science. I was actually watching that too a couple days ago. Um, pickup artists, on, mm-hmm. like just watching the old videos of pickup artists do things on YouTube. That shit is terrible. Yeah, misogynistic <laughs> as. And fuck. you know what? I watched all of that when I was an incel. <laughs> I was I was a spy. Oh no! I, I, no, dude, I like you I. Put it in this bag. I don't even want to believe this. I had I had a copy of the game. Oh, I don't even know the book is. It don't. It's like the, the Bible of it, basically. No, the dude was like one guy was like you got you got to treat women like basically saying treat them like dogs. We got to Oh yeah, I remember like a lot of those terms came from that. Oh like, yeah, uh, no. negging and all that. Yeah. I oh I tried negging. <laughs> I was just an asshole. <laughs> He's like when they do things you don't like, you got to punish them. Well, you gotta, you gotta make them compliments. You need to get, make them crave your attention. It's like you gotta put them down. That way, whenever you give them like a compliment, and they they feel like, oh, I earned this. Wow, this is great. And I, they feel validated. And like I I tried all of that, and it didn't work. But they, it sells to, books, right? It I sells mean, books. Whoever buys books, wow. still, I don't know. I don't know what the last book I bought was. You just publish a book and just say random shit. No, you can. You can absolutely do that. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> do it. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 say random I shit. to give good things to say normally. Source colon my ass. <laughs> just just reference one of us. No, no, just <laughs> just, like we're just reference other books. Yeah, like well, that, that may, may be a real book. No, I'm saying just reference other books that may or may not even contain that information. Nobody's going to fact check you. That's the yeah. problem. I know. 
Because yeah. I'm not fact checking these these videos I watch. I'm I'm hoping somebody smarter than me will do it. <laughs> I assume they're smart enough. That's why I'm like, okay, National Geographic, they got their shit together. But do they? Maybe. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, I just take it for what it is. I'm like, they probably do. That's how I think about it. You know. So, yeah. I mean, when I watch your videos for comics, I'm not like. He's probably wrong. I just think what it is. Now, oh, now granted, I, I heavily source my shit. Yeah, I, and we see it. And I, I make sure. Comics I, are good because, like... It's, you, well, you physically can see it. Yeah, <laughs> you can see it was written right there. Yeah, you're, the guy you're, t- you're telling me that Scott Summers didn't turn into the Phoenix? Well, here's a picture of him as the Phoenix. It's like you drew that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not an artist. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's a little different. Comics are one of the things where you could just be like, well, it's right there. Same thing with video games and mm-hmm. other sorts of media. But when it comes to, like, real life... Yeah, there's so much like even nutrition. There's like a bunch of like people who oh, say this. And nutrition yeah. is nuts. God, I, I get into fights with people all the time because because I, I, I used to be in, into bodybuilding. Like I, I used to train like all the time, and so everybody has their own definition of like, oh, you need you need to eat more more fat or more calories. No, you got to cut all that. Well, mm-hmm. well, you need to, you need to go uh, like you need to work out like with an energy drink. Like oh, well, that actually that that hurts you. Like yeah, it, a lot it, it's, over the place. It's constant. Just like, it, one guy it's bro, it's bro science. Everybody has their own their own definitions. You got to really you. Have to really go to school with that shit like people even the only person i trust my my shit because like people will be like hey man, you gotta come and do this with us i'm like you know what i'm supposed to go work out and do this specific workout that even wrote for me i don't trust nothing it's my mm-hmm. my guy i'm like i don't trust anything any of y'all say to yeah. be honest like this is what's been working for me i'm just gonna keep doing this right now because it's been shown anecdotally at least for me to work yeah, yeah and that's what matters for you well and also everybody's body is different yeah and so like even the routines you do like what uh i got into a, a big uh conversation with my trainer at the time like do we want to do like low reps high weight or we want to do a lot of reps low weight like what what's gonna like get, get me more mass and we, we had a big conversation about this and it seems like everybody asked had different answers yeah my first my actually my first powerlifting coach uh, before i even started even still in high school so he couldn't do it for me <laughs> i was like 22 and the guy started taking me in and he had me doing those ridiculous workouts and i was just like good god this is insane i was sore all the time mm-hmm. right and then Fast forward, I had my first fight in 2017 or 16, and even becomes like my my guide. He went to school for this. He's all about it. He's like, Josh, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I was like, all right, man, I'm just going to trust you with it. And all my numbers start drastically increasing with yeah. less work. And I was like, so you're telling me this whole time I've wasted like four years trying to push this little threshold when I did it your way. It's just like, oh, just incremental increases. Man. And I was like, yeah. and it's just because he he didn't go off of bro science. The other guy was really strong, sure, and he was a great lifter uh, in the past. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of bro science. Right, like people were just in the gym, like, bro, you gotta, you right. gotta eat eggs raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you gotta do ten back. Yeah, give me a source. Yeah, yeah like, it's just like, did you get salmonella and die? <laughs> <laughs> well, you lost all the weight because you're shitting it out. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So even just like, yeah, man, I don't remember reading that anywhere. Uh, where, where's the source? Like, even very like, where's the source? Like, where did he get that information yeah. from? And he'll check it and he'll compare it to other data. And I'm like, I like Evan's way of doing it. I trust it 100%. Yeah, so. and we need people like that to actually do it because all of us aren't. Yeah, not everyone finds that passion. Just like with you in comics, you have you had a passion to do that. Mm-hmm. Want to be in that, so you're the guy to talk to for that. Yeah. Don't talk to me. Like, don't be like, Josh, didn't, uh, I don't know, didn't Batgirl from the New 52, I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I kind of think I remember her right. kind of. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I've, I've vaguely heard about that, but people don't like to be wrong, and they just, like, they say things with such confidence. Dude, I don't know why, what that is. Like, why don't you just say, I don't know, man? Why is, like, I don't know the hardest thing to say? It's low risk. Bro, you know, just, it's like, I'm, sure. but, yeah. but see, I'm guilty of that myself, too, though. Like, my, my, my fiance, we, we were driving in the car, and I had just watched this, uh, this video on Netflix, a little mini documentary on, on uh, cricket. And so she was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, croquet and cricket are uh, are very, are related because that's why the names are the same. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I heard about that. Like, I just made that up. 
And I, I, I just, I, I didn't even think about it. No, but that's okay. That's a very default that, response. Right, it's, yeah, yeah. it's automatic. Well, right it's there, like, yes. She could have, she could have planted that memory in your head as soon as she said it though. Like, cause people do that. Yeah. They'll say something and you'd be like, that sounds way less something I've heard before. Right. And it's not. Right. But that's okay. It kind of makes sense though. Wait, it does. Spelled similar. Right. Uh, yeah. Both like British people it. related. <laughs> right. And, and cause, uh, cause we were talking, cause I was like, oh, well yeah, they, they use the, the wickets and like they're, they're they, they work completely <laughs> differently. And is that really the name of the thing? The, the little hoops. Oh yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and is cricket. It, yeah, is it actually called the wicket. I'm pretty, sure, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they're called wickets. Okay, cool. Yeah. Please <laughs> prove me wrong. I would love to know if I'm wrong, I so I, I, I can stop. He's typing right now. He's yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cool, cool, good. Because I don't even trust my what what are memories anymore? Who's to tell me I, I wasn't born earlier this morning and all my memories are fake, bro? I'm best. I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I could just be like the Sam that's like at. 350 on Sunday. Like, I'm just that, just loaded up that game. And I, I feel like, let, let's go over that one more time. Before we close, all, let's go over that one more time and explain exactly what this theory is for uh, the last Thursday theory. Yeah. Oh, well, well there's the, before you go into that, there's one of my favorite Stan Lee quotes is he's, he's talking about the creation of Spider Man. He's like, and I tell the story so many times that it might even be true. It's like, because you can create fake memories, like just by, right. the, by, like, so I, I have told stories of friends like that. Dude, that happened to me. Because I've heard his story so many times that, you tell that I thought it was I've, me. I've heard that. I've 100, I've, like People have done that to me. Like Where he told a story to somebody in front of me, and I'm like, God, that was me. That was not you. And, but like, like, we don't mean to. We're not trying to You're bullshit you. You're not lying. Why would you lie right in front of me? Right. Like, but... And so, yeah, let, let's, let's end up with the last Thursday theory. This is a good okay, one. Yeah, so it's like, you know, the theory is that there's no evidence that the world and the universe came into existence last Thursday just the way it was. Just like, you know, every single molecule is where it was last Thursday and just started. And we can't prove it's wrong. Like, there's no way of knowing right. that it didn't just start, you know, yesterday or today. Or now. Or now. That is wild this could be the first event that's ever happened in the universe. Like, us talking. But we don't know. We would know. And, okay, going into, um, what was that last theory that we were talking about? The, um, the uh, simulation? Yes. Um, you, okay, you guys are familiar with World of Warcraft, of course. Yeah, I, I beta tested familiar. it. Of course you are. Oh, way back in the day. So, definitely... <laughs> no, my my grandpa was uh, really big into uh, this, this game called uh, Dark Ages of Camelot. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. And so and so he got into the beta. So I piggybacked off of his beta test. Oh okay. But uh, but I got I got to experience before it came out. Now I remember going to school like, yeah, this is a game called World of Warcraft. It looks really cool. Oh, dude. I was oh. a human. It was, it was oh. Yeah, that's how I tell you know I was a child. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. like, oh no, for the horde I, now, all the way. Okay, there you go. Zug right, Zug. Right, right. I play that's, trolls only, that's, man. That's, what I, that's how I ran it. Or yeah, that's, that's what I did when, when I got back to Cataclysm. I, I played trolls. Oh, my God. Trolls for life. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, they got the little players. dances and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, I mean, essentially, there's lore, right? Because yeah. the Warcraft world had lore before oh, yeah. World of Warcraft even came yeah. out. There were so, four other games. Exactly. Now, imagine if World of Warcraft, here's the best way to look at this. Imagine if World of Warcraft. Had AI like those characters. Each character had like a thought process. He would learn as you talk to him, mm-hmm. such and such on. That's the AI, AI concept. And you know, here's the thing: the added on part to this whole theory is um, the lore that's in the world of Warcraft. Did it really happen? No. <laughs> Someone wrote that in. Put the fossils in the game. Put yeah. these like, yo, this is the family of this. Mm-hmm. What if all that is what we're experiencing? Like we see dinosaur fossils. What if those are placed there? Could be. Yeah. Does it make sense? Like, what if the world is only a hundred? Years old. What if we like, live in the world of Warcraft? <laughs> what if, yeah, well, we're the WoW world. We are the weakest characters. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone here not use a weapon? <laughs> we don't even have an alliance. <laughs> we're getting fucked by the government right now. <laughs> we're definitely NPCs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it would be like, you know, they just loaded up the server 
Like yeah. last Thursday, and it's like people hey, fighting we're... about all this stuff. Dude, like, well... I only go to like the same five locations in a given week. I'm convinced that I'm an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> like I go to the grocery store, I go to the comic store, I go home, and I go visit my dad. Like I mean, <laughs> I don't really do much outside of that. And there's always it's like, like the new Ryan Reynolds movie coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's gonna be oh, interesting. Okay. People are gonna really be on this. And then I guess the, the second part of that theory was like, well, why hasn't that happened? Like if that happened, what was it? Was it um, how many times has it happened, and why we wouldn't be the first ones to do it? Right. Because here's the thing, like we were saying earlier, we're developing AI. We're going to do it eventually. We're going to open up a little world, a server with mm-hmm. people who are AI. What's to say that we aren't already that server? Oh yeah, because it could it would have happened theoretically. If I we mean, can do it. Why couldn't you're, it happen you're prior? just discussing the plot of the Matrix? Like there there were seven other matrices before the, the events. Yeah, of the, right. I yeah. feel like people have a hard time understanding that. Just because like, they want to be the real one so bad. Right. I'm like, bro, it could have already happened. And those AIs made their own AIs, mm-hmm. and it's just like, why wouldn't they? Because they're AI. They're artificial intelligence. If intelligence has done it already, then artificial intelligence will do it eventually. Yep. Which means that we could be the third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation. Of Who knows? I think it's just pure arrogance that we think we're the best. Oh, absolutely. We're the first. We're the only ones in the well, universe. Everybody's no the hero in their own story. Right. That's why, like, everybody's like such an asshole when you go to the grocery store. Like, every, every, like nobody wants to get out of your way because they're yeah. the reason. Like, it's their day to go. No, dude, that was the other thing. Um, they're the main character. People driving. People do yep. thing where like everyone believes they're a good driver. Everyone believes everyone else is a bad driver. Yeah, that's it's the thing. Crazy. They, they actually had a, a little study there where they were like, they asked people. It was really small. It was really small sample size. But they asked people. They're like, yo, do you feel like you're a good driver? From like one to ten. Most people said they were like six, seven, eights. Yeah. And they were like, so a lot of people were like, yeah, I'm a pretty good driver. Like everyone put it was above the five. Everyone was like, you know, above the average. Yeah. Everyone. But like, okay, you can't do that. Most people can't be above average. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, de- that defeats the purpose of there being an average. Exactly. Yes. So it's like, that means someone's bad. You guys are the bad drivers. <laughs> like, people are just like, every time you're in your friend's car, don't be the guy who's like, every time he takes a sharp turn, you're like putting your hand on the side of oh. You know what I mean? Like holding the thing. Like, <laughs> dude, get out of the car. Like, <laughs> You want to walk? <laughs> exactly. Hey, are you a good walker? We'll find no. out. <laughs> oh, my God. Above average walker over here. <laughs> All right, man. But uh, yo, finally we got you on hey, here. Yeah, it's good. What's it go by now? Is it just Drake or uh, what? Do we, what do we... I, I respond to everything, including asshole. So I like whatever, whatever you want to call me. I like these very real. All right, my dude. Yo, uh, how you feel about Sam being on the podcast? Uh, he's probably gonna be back regardless of how you feel. To be honest, <laughs> bring him back on. But, no, uh, man, Sam, you had some really good input. Appreciate yeah, it. he's great, man. Yeah, he, moves, he moves. He's like just like my other rower for the canoe. Yeah. Um, yo, Drake, thanks for coming. Oh, back. Of course, uh, hope. You're, you're about to get married. Now, you know, we'll we'll see when she picks the venue. We'll actually start planning. Ooh, that got close. We'll see. I was like, whoa, Ooh, TBD. No, because like I, I we, we can't plan anything until she knows where we want to have it. I, right. We can't call caterers or anything. When when she wants to get off her ass and look at it, then we can. It's not my decision. I just want to go to to the courthouse and get eloped. Yeah. She, if she wants a fairy tale wedding, then she needs to tell me where it's going to be. Okay. Then we can start planning. So maybe I'll get married in 2020. I don't know. Is there anything you want to plug to? Like anything you want to throw out there? Anything that would help you? No, I mean, I mean, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. I, I, I'm on every social media. What do they call Drake. You can't just oh, tra- trailer Drake for everything except for uh, YouTube's comic Drake. There we go. All right. There we That's go. That's it. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. All right. Peace. Peace.